Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spidey Dude Experience. I'm Zach Joyner, your friendly neighborhood webmaster and host of the program. Before we get started, we gotta always thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash Network. Patrons such as Adam, Allison, Cindy, Ed, Georgia, Greg, Janelle, Jessica, Jurgen, Catherine, Kale, Kegar, Laura Howard, Lump Moose, Master Dramon, Phoenician Scott, Vanessa, and Vicky, as well as our VIPs, Scott McGraw, Sebastian, Finkman, Winnipeg Webhead. Thank you guys for your support. Also, our friendly neighborhood tier are listed up on the screen. Thank you guys for your support. You can check out our other fine shows here on the Spidey Radio Network, such as Clone Saga Chronicles and Spectacular Radio, and the first uh, first season of Amazing Spider-Man Classics, as well as Season 2 with Jack and Javi Trujillo. Check out Sal Buscema era podcast. They just finished their look back on the cosmic Spidey era of Sal Buscema's run. And Voices from the Eerie just had another episode drop with the voice of Lexington. And the other show here on the channel, Make Mine Mayday, the show all about Spider-Girl and her world, as well as Books of X, which is a Patreon-exclusive podcast hosted by me and Neil Bogenreiter. And then you got our latest edition the Spidey Do Radio Network comic binge collaboration, The Slot Symposium. We just dropped episode zero on Sunday. So if you've not checked that out, go check it out now over on YouTube. Thanks for watching as you, as you guys are watching. And if you're listening to us on the audio edition, we're going to make some references possibly to visual aids and or live comments. Pay that no mind as you listen. Give us that five-star review. And if you're watching us live on YouTube or after the fact, give us that like, that share, and that subscribe. Hello, everybody. I'm Zach Joyner, and I am joined this edition of the show with a fearsome foursome of Richard Reeder, a.k.a. Death. It's me. Zach, you nailed that intro, and I'm very proud of you. Good work. Thank you, buddy. I, it's like I'm getting better at this as we go along. Wow, it's almost as if we've took three years. three years. <laughs> there we go! Let's go! <laughs> Adam, speaking of, we have the art apologist himself, Adam. Hello. And making... His debut here on the Spidey Dude Radio Network as a member of the podcast. Please welcome Winnipeg Webbed himself, Josh. Hey, everyone. I'm excited to be here. It's going to be fun. It's uh, sporting an, a beautiful looking shirt that says Spidey Dude Radio Podcast Network. Check that out. Uh, that is a, a kind of a demo. Uh, he did that on his own, and uh, I like it. And I think we're going to try to do that later on. So if you want a shirt... We're, we, we've been debating about it for a year, so it's fine. Uh, if you want a shirt, just let us know in the comments section down below. In the comments section, we got Andrew and Sarah and Vinkman. Hello to all of you guys. Right, there we go. Yay. Okay. We Hi, Sarah. Uh, it's good to see Sarah. Um, so without further ado, we are going to be covering tonight uh, three issues. We're going to talk about two annuals. I'm primarily going to talk about the annuals because I'm the one that read them. Uh, so first I up, of, I kind of read the Hallow's Eve annual. Yeah, the Hallow's Eve yeah, annual. I read that one. Uh, the, the, so there's two annuals. There's the ASM annual, and then there's this adjectiveless annual. Uh, the adjectiveless annual. I'll, I'll kind of talk about that. Um, that one's like some kind of dark old event, right? Like because uh, new, newly sexified Agatha Harkness is gathering the dark hold. Angable. 
bangable Agatha Har- Harkis now uh, for some reason. Why why we had to we, why we had to deager and make us sexy? Uh, for the male gaze, guys. That. that was because Catherine Hahn played her in WandaVision. And they I mean, she is hot. Let's be real. I don't know why we're having this conversation on air, but let's I mean, going. <laughs> that's how this goes. I, I'm merely addressing that she is a beautiful woman. That's okay. Anyways, uh, because of Synergy, she's now young. Um, and Thanks. now she's re- and now she's reconstituting the dark hold, and I guess she needs other heroes to fight to fill the pages of it. I don't know how that works. So basically, just to kind of jump into it, thank you for the for the preamble, uh, Richard. Um, but basically, it's Peter and Wolverine fighting over pages and an orb, and eventually Peter loses. Pondering the orb. Orbs are here, and. Peter loses, and eventually Wolverine gets the orb, and that's the end. It's 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 a unless you're reading the rest of the event, it makes you can completely skip it. There's I'm gonna no- I'm probably gonna pick up the X Men one because that's Cyclops versus Carol, and that's always kind of a team of um, a fight I've always kind of wanted to see go down, even though she's probably gonna stomp his ass. Yeah, um, I finally I, look. I read books of uh of the Dawn of X first Dawn of X trade. In uh, in preparation we'll, for it, we, we'll be talking about that soon. Neil is such a. I knew that. You set yourself up for this one, buddy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> blame my blame my dad. Yeah, I the middle name the middle name was his choice. Oh, is Richard your middle name? Yes, I didn't know that. It is. My middle name is Dusty. Holy crap! I didn't know we were all on. Yes, I do. Yeah. That's why Hi. you. That's why you. When you subscribe, you should be sure to set all, so that way you can be notified. Yeah, hit, hit the hit the bell and set it to all notifications because otherwise it discriminates very harshly. It does very very harshly. So the second annual, uh, Neil, will you pull up um, the uh, the interview on Spidey Dude just to pull up the the. Uh, the one with with uh, Erica. Erica Schultz. Yeah. Hang on, let me. Sorry, I should have had that already pulled up, but I didn't. That was my bad. But you are you are Jamie in this in this in this situation. So, Jamie, pull that up for me. Okay. Sometimes the bell does not work. I, I that that I can attest to. So, sometimes you have to go back in there and actually do it. There you go. All right, so um, Erica Schultz, we did an audio interview, myself and uh, host of the Sabi Sema Era podcast, Chris. We did it together. She wasn't allowed to talk about this because uh, it, it was right around the time of issue, right before issue five came out, and then this uh, this annual came out. This annual takes place after the Hallows Eve miniseries, so if you've not finished reading, reading that yet, uh, this kind of... Goes takes place at the end of it. Um, basically, it is a issue where Peter gets drug into um, the uh, Hallow's Eve's machinations to bust Ben out of yeah. Limbo so jail. Hall- so Ben starts chasing some demons towards Limbo, the Limbo Embassy or whatever it's called. Ben, he's um, on. It's it's Peter on Bug, the best oh. character in the book. Oh yeah, my bad. Peter, you're, sli- on you're sliding my man Bug. My bad. Peter on bug trying to uh, trying to capture some demons. The demons run 
to their refuge, which is Limbo, the Limbo Embassy. Uh, they get inside. One of those demons turns out it's not a demon at all. It's Hallow's Eve. She's trying to bust Ben out. We see Ben for about three and a half seconds. They kiss, and then, like, our, our good friend Goblin Queen shows up and was like, they hey. use they use the Hollow's Eve masks to yes. try to sneakily escape, and it works until uh, Goblin Queen's like, oh, she's like, Spider-Man, what are you doing here? And like, oh, everyone who's not supposed to be here, go back to your rightful place or whatever. Matt, and- Maddie's like, listen, the mutant ethnostate's getting blown up. I'm tired of all of you. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> he would know. See more on a future episode of Books of X. Um, Speaking of Hellfire Gala 2023, that's our next story. Oh, it's now available. Uh, if you are a Marvel Unlimited subscriber, now you don't have to wait the two and a half months or whatever. So um, it is now available. To they need read. to start. They need to start a, dropping issues automatically on Marvel Unlimited if they if they really it, especially want. Especially because it's built in. It's because it's built into the service now. Like the, yeah. the Marvel Comics app is built into Marvel Unlimited. They just need to. They just need to drop issues. If you're a Marvel Unlimited subscriber, you should be able to read issues the day they come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duke, to to solve your dilemma, Ben is been captured. He's, He's in, in limbo. limbo. Peter was writing bug, which is like a goblin glider in the shroom shape of thing. shroom thing that's in the shape of like the spider on that's usually on his back logo. Um, that's that's what's happening. And to answer your question, Matt Bird, yes, I am wearing a crawl space shirt because all my other shirts were dirty. So damn. <laughs> Actually, I had it setting out if never mind. Uh, I was originally gonna be on the Colin show and things Got uh, I got busy and so couldn't be on the Colin show, but anyway. So moving on. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's the first story. Basically, uh, the status quo is Janine hates Peter, thinks that Peter's always getting in the way. Um, yes, Duke, it is Ben Riley. Yes, Uncle uh, ben, no Uncle Ben's back and he's in uh, mutant limbo. Dude, I've been I've been having to deal with rereading Uncle Has Been in freaking Spider Verse and I'm already mad. So you're <laughs> talking about comics, Paul. Speaking of Paul, hi Paul. Speaking of Paul again, um, the next story has <laughs> the other guy. Hang on, hang on. Oh, <laughs> oops, that was that was not. That was not the right button, but that kind of fits. I understood that reference. There you go, Steve. There we go. Okay, so I guess I can take it from here, uh, just to give Zach a little break. Uh, In Forest Hills, everyone is celebrating Aunt Anna's, uh, I guess, vague elderly birthday. Uh, Peter got a cake that says, Happy happy, uh, Earth Day, Hannah, by accident. And... uh, Aunt Anna is uh, talking about, oh, those Krakoan pills, they cured my dementia. I'm so much better off now. And then she goes crank and beats the crap out of her own niece. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. I mean, come on. That was perfect. How do you not have the prices right losing horn yet? That that'd be more appropriate. Oh. So anyway, um, I, also, yeah. 
I didn't mention it earlier, but Paul is here. Um, so if you thought he was going, been he, if you thought he'd been rid of, you ain't seen Jack. Um, they managed to subdue uh, Aunt Anna. Peter saves Aunt May from getting shanked by a knife in the dishwasher. Uh, don't think you ever thought you'd hear that sentence. Um, and MJ force feeds Aunt Anna uh, sleeping pills into the cake. They force That's not how it. sleeping pills work. MJ. Haven't you haven't you seen Father the Bride too? <laughs> it's been a long time. No. That's a that's no. a that's a very old reference. <laughs> that's a very obscure people on the show, which is bizarre. That's strange. It's like Neil, what the hell are you doing watching that movie? very obscure movie from the nineties? It's not it was not, a dude, it was really a very obscure, popular but... movie in the early nineties. Let's let's be real. It's an old but, Steve uh, Martin and... movie. Anyways, at Ravencroft, uh, with Queen Goblin safely locked in the basement, um, Peter, now. Anna, and Peter, MJ, and Paul admit Aunt Anna to the psych ward at Ravencroft, and um, they're going, "Hey, we've coincidentally had a bunch of old people go psycho for no reason." And when they try to divulge whether, and when, when they try to figure out whether or not it was for, it was the Krakoan meds, um, he goes, "No comment." And so they all leave. Peter says that he's going to check in with the X-Men to get some answers. And they say, okay, the three of us are going to figure this out together uh, to be continued, I guess, in whatever series MJ's getting. <sighs> to, to be continued in ASM 31. Yes. So, um, yeah. Neil, you and I read this. Uh, Adam, did you skim it? Did you read yeah, it? No, I read it. I read the whole thing. I read it, yeah. yeah. Okay, so what is your... Gr- First of all, Venkman, I do what I want. This is my show. If you want to throw peanuts during Make My Mayday, that's a whole different story. <laughs> Unfor- Unfortunately, when I was helping Zach move, I didn't. I wasn't able to find his soundboard, so I wasn't able to destroy it. So that's on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because I had that packed in a very specific spot in a very specific bag that I knew exactly where it was. So, to me... <laughs> You can't destroy the soundboard. Mm. It's a more it's a moral imperative at this point. <laughs> no, it's not. It's 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 part of the charm of this show is me using the soundboard. Just got a point. Thank you, Josh. See, <laughs> you're such a sweet guy. That's what I like about you. I like having Josh here. Anyway. All right. So um so we'll start with Josh. Give us your grade. Let us uh, and uh, we'll uh, go from there. Oh, um, C minus. Ooh, C minus. Okay. Now, is that for both stories or just, just, uh, I think that's well, it's C minus for the first one, D plus for the second. Oh, damn. All right. Coming in hot. <laughs> okay. Uh, B plus, you said? D plus, yeah. All right. So, officially putting that up on the screen. Josh is great. First is C minus D plus. Okay. What about you, Mr. Uh, Adam? What's your grade? I think I'd give the annual B, I guess. I mean, it's it's solid. Okay. Art's good. I don't know. It's fairly harmless. It's just setup stuff. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in the first story. For what it is, like it's just I don't know. Adam, what's so so just B in general? Yeah, just B for the whole thing. Okay. Whole thing. 
right. Adam's grade is a B. Neil, what is your grade? Uh, I'm actually writing my grade in so that um, I can. Good, because I'm going to write my grade in while you're doing that. <laughs> so I am going to give the first story a C minus, and I'm going to give I'm going to give the second one a C plus. I'm probably weighing a bit heavier than uh, Josh's on the art. I think David Lopez is there a fresh voice for Spider-Man. I know he's been with Marvel for ages on ages, but I think sure. this is one of the very few times he's drawn Spider-Man. I kind of like the vibe he's got. Might yeah, a lot of, it might be a lot of Chris Samney. Yeah, I agree with that. I can um, see that a little bit, sure. So my grade is first story was B minus. I yes, it's a little bit of a curve because it's Ben Riley story, but um, <laughs> second was a C plus. I I am not as down on the whole Paul situation. He was in, he was he there wasn't much to do with Paul. I just think um, that's a weird relationship now. It's like, oh, the three of us are going to figure this out together. We're, 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 back like, from, we're back from Hell York and the kids are dead. Time, yeah. to, be, time <laughs> to do some uh, Father Brown shit. The, 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 yeah. the, the, uh, if he goes and like fades off into obscurity, I'm, I'm going to be like, okay. Which he that's, will. Which, he, which he's probably going to eventually. It's After just Wells a colossal run. waste of time is my issue with it. Is... There's no, there's, and granted, I wasn't expecting much out of an annual, right? At least they brought in Erica to do the Hallow's Eve story. Um, you know, she got done with doing all five issues of the Hallow's Eve series, and then she gets an email from Nick Lowe says, "Hey, you want to do the annual um, with Hallow's Eve? Great, I'm fine if they're gonna, you know, continue using the same writer because at least it's this. It, there's some consistency there, and Hallow's Eve is probably one of my underrated." favorite miniseries so far in the last couple years um i was pleasantly surprised how much i enjoyed it genuinely so um but yeah so we will have javi on here in a little bit uh just so everybody knows but um he's running a little behind he's got some stuff he's got to wrap up so also, I, this issue, this annual continues the trend of Ben being the only one to face any consequences for Dark Web because Maddie decided at the last minute, oh, I'm good now. Yeah, even so though she, Ma so, so yeah. she faces no consequences, even though the whole thing was her idea. Oh, well, comic Ben show up. This guy. <laughs> this guy. This guy, right? I'm not coming on tonight. <laughs> He keeps us but on also, our toes. Also, I think Erica Schultz does a really weird thing. Where she kind of twists Peter into being the bad guy for the story. Even yeah, though it Peter, is. It even is. though Peter would kind of go out of his way to help Ben. So it's kind of weird that like Schultz is making him into like, oh, you got to go to jail now. S stop resisting. I, I think that that wasn't necessarily Erica. I think that's more editorial. I don't know. I, right. I feel like her voice for, for Janine is at least consistent. So, Yeah, you know, Janine Janine felt fine. Um, again, very surprised. Uh, I, 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 was, I was going in wanting to hate that series, and I, I did not. So, um, Radi Oh, go ahead, Neil. Yeah. It's, it's odd. odd. Radiac has a comment, says, It's odd to me that there are so many good minis that branch off from ASM, even more so when the developments and character arcs like Norman, Liz, and Janine should all happen in the main book. Yeah. I have not been reading Red Goblin, so I, I, I can't comment. I think the benefit of having... Well, Liz is kind of... Liz is kind of in the Venom office right now. She hasn't really yeah. been in ASM for like since uh, Slots Run ended, or at least a consistent presence in ASM since Slots Run. 
because yeah. she was she was in Spencer's run for like an issue, and that was just to go. Oh wait, why does Harry have all this goblin gear in his closet? Yeah, um, there she's really been kind of just off, kind of off in limbo. Uh, Neil, did you read this today? Um, I haven't gotten. I, I read the preview and I read what was on the Crawlspace Discord, but um, I haven't read Dark X Men yet. Chasm is not a part of the main team though, so I assume it's just a character building moment. Of is Matt, wait, Col- is Maddie is Maddie on Dark X Men now? Yeah, she's she and Havoc are leading the team. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, I'm understanding now. Okay, um, the gears are starting to. Yeah. Do you do you think the Krakoan pill stuff is going to be followed up on in Jackpot or whatever they yeah. whatever series they give? Yeah. God, I hope there's not another Jackpot miniseries. No, there is. <laughs> MJ casually gets slaughtered by a boomerang who becomes a oh good God. guy later. Oh, God. Yeah, no one ever talked about that when boomerang was in the main book. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of just collect, we kind of collectively shuffled it out of yeah. our minds. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just forget about. I, I, I think even even Nick Spencer went. I ain't referencing this shit. Sure, yeah. I mean, <laughs> why would you want to? Like, I do. That was. I do want to say when you write out everything, like, oh, the character arcs of Norman, Liz, Janine, all happening in the main book. That's a lot to cover in the main book. So I kind of, on the one hand, I get it. It's the main book. It's you know, all this stuff is plot that's been set up in ASM. But on the other hand, it that's a lot with I, like I think Peter is, and everything that Peter's part, going through. Kind of makes sense to maybe branch it off. I don't know. It seems like it would be a lot to juggle in the main book, even at twice I think a month. The, I think the difference is that back in the day, we had like four Spider-Man titles ongoing at once, so that you That's could true. kind of yeah. you could kind of shunt certain character arcs off to a different title and leave room yeah. for others, like in the JMS frankly, era. Frankly, you could you could launch a third Spider-Man title, and you'd have ASM twice a month. You'd have Adjectiveless once a month. And technically, well, I mean, if you include Miles, areas. if you include a, if you include Miles, you do have four books. And they the Hobgoblin stuff they, 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 okay. they, they shunted off the Hobgoblin subplot yeah. to Miles Morales. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I, I think I think what we're getting is the same as far as like how they dictated subplots back in the '90s and aughts, but it's just the titles have better have different names than Spider-Man. Yes. So. Um, uh, we're gonna talk about the backup. I don't know if we'll talk yeah. about the actual title. Uh, you know, we, we've been talking about like doing like a satellites type thing. We just have not ever gone around to doing it for Patreon. And, and because again, we don't want, <laughs> we've always said we try to, we try to differentiate ourselves between other shows. But um, there's just so much. Yeah, there's so much stuff. If it's in a, if it's in ASM, we'll cover it on this show. Yeah, but what? But it'll depend on one whether the series ends, and two how close it is to the ASM plot lines as whether or not as whether or not we'll cover it in a different episode. Yeah, I mean it's going to be one of those things when we get to Gang War. Um, oh, Jesus Christ! I, I'm not terribly looking forward to Gang War just because of the amount of books that were that are going to be out, and do they tie? Do they make sense? What we may end up doing is what we did tonight, which is like what we did with the annuals, where we'll do a bit of a brief recap, let people know what's going on. If it's, you know, if it's story centric, fine. If you want us, if you want us to do more satellite books, let us know. This this, this is going to be dependent on y'all's feedback because otherwise we're not going to. 
Cause dedicate just, this much time to right. like five different titles. Because I'll be honest, I mean, you're gonna start you know doing I, polls on all on like Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, yeah, we're, YouTube we're, community. Like we gotta we gotta start doing polls. Like, do we'll, you want we'll, us to do all this crap? And what? We'll, <laughs> and what? We'll, and, we'll, and because I have so much free time on my hands, it's not funny. I might do, end up taking more of a community manager role and end up doing more outreach on our socials. Right. But um, what we might also end up doing for gang war is just doing ASM. And kind of vaguely mentioning the other stuff because that's what we did for Dark Web, where we mentioned, oh yeah, Miss Marvel's in the tie-in dimension. Yeah, um, yeah. Right. I mean, Matt, MJ I mean, and MJ and Black Hat have their own little side adventure, but here's we're just going to cover what's in ASM, and that's it. And if we do it, then we'll probably just do it like, um, <laughs> I hate people are going to be kind of irritating that I bring up wrestling, but like one of my favorite wrestling. Um, Speaking of wrestling, hobby? it's hobby. Hobby. With uh, <laughs> what with... was that? Speaking of wrestling, I no, <laughs> I, don't know. I thought you liked. <laughs> Who wrestling. knows? No, uh, but my, Never... my point. Sorry, my my point is is that um, on one of my favorite wrestling YouTube channels, they do like a one minute one take where they recap one of like the ancillary stuff. Um, because you have WWE and you have AEW, those are the two bigs. And so, like on the smaller shows, they'll be like, "All right, one minute, one take," and then just they just blow through it in, also, in one minute. This, this is skipping ahead a bit. Have you guys seen uh, Joey Vasquez's cover for ASM for the Craven stuff? Oh, looks really Ooh. good. Ooh. Nice. That That's looks awesome. uh, that looks very strong. I like Craven. Craven approved. But it is the swing. Is it Craven approved? He doesn't look very happy in the cover. I I did not want to be. Uh, this is <laughs> this is not how I wanted Calypso to come back. <laughs> um, but yeah, that cover looks really good, and he's also apparently doing the line art for the interiors of First Strike. So I might break my vow of comic buying celibacy for ASM and pick up. Um, I dos mio there, Neil. <laughs> what? Um. <laughs> But yeah, I might, I might end up picking that up because Joey is one of my favorite uh, oncoming artists, and I want to support him as a creator. So, uh, we're getting on, to Tony it. Pinch. quit being so damn impatient. I do, I do want to say I, I thought Erica Schultz had a pretty good voice for Spidey in the annual. I yeah, I, I his, would, his, his voice was fine. I think it's just yeah. what he was saying was a little copish for me. Uh, Maddie, time to go. J- Janine, time to go to jail now. Oh, All right, Javi, what is your uh, what is your grade of the? Uh, did you read the annual? Quite first off, the ASM one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I did. Do I remember it? <laughs> well. See, that's a grade. Did I? Do I remember yeah. it? Let C me let me pull plus, that banner. I guess it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. It it wasn't offensive to me. Maybe it was to you, buddy. Um, it really wasn't offensive. It wasn't bad story. But it was, the it art was. the art was was decent. Story mm-hmm. was okay. Wasn't. I don't know. I'd prefer but, Dowling doing this this issue. It would have gotten a bit a bit of a higher grade um, from me because I gave it a B minus. So if you were to just give it a grade, what what would you give it? C plus probably. I'm not really up with. I haven't 
read any of the Hollows Eve miniseries, mm-hmm. so I didn't have any context going mm-hmm. into it. So, I, I mean, I don't, I don't regret that I spent money on it or anything. So I guess that's a pro. <laughs> but I mean, it'd be a D, D like, or an F. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of just remember that you know she was trying to break Ben out of Goblin Jail and it didn't work. And um, that's basically that sucks. The plot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so now that Hobby's gotten, and there was a backup too, right? Yeah. What, what did you think what, of the backup? Which one? Which back? Was this the counseling backup, or not? I think I'm getting them confused. No, that's that's, that's the ASM annual. That's that's the ASM. But it was the same team, right? Different. Team. No, the no. The, the same. Team, the team. The team was Celeste. It was the same artist or the same writer. The the same writer. Yes. Okay. What was what was the annual backup? It was the one with Aunt Anna taking the cocoa drugs. Oh, oh, going so that was <laughs> oh, that that sound was oh oh that was um oh god that was a it's take just... it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of takes, Paul, there he is. What? Oh hey, Paul. Hi. We got, a, we got a full bench tonight. Oh, I I gotta go if Paul's here. <laughs> wow, Javi. Oh, Elcorazone. Just apologist. I retract that name now. No, oh, it's uh I love you, buddy. Oh, we got we got into a whole too, kerfuffle in our private chat about what's the opposite of the heart. <laughs> yeah. The soul uh, void? The soul the, the void. <laughs> the void, <laughs> basically, I would say. That's definitely not Javi. Um no, I, I I thought like we were my, we were gonna have something do something more today, but my she's getting a bath tonight, so from her mom. So I'm just uh, hanging out. Just, just uh, Oh, this was the her. knives issue. Yeah. When yeah. Neil had mentioned <laughs> when Neil had mentioned knives in our chat, I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. And then like two days later, when I read it, I'm like, Oh yeah, who puts knives up like that in the dishwasher? Yeah. <laughs> Dangerous. Who doesn't. Yeah. Um, it now the story felt a little out there. Actually, I didn't mind the art at all. No, I like the art. It was yeah. art's it good. Was, yeah, the whole the whole panel with like Anna at the end, like Hannibal Lecter. Like, that was just that was just <laughs> that was very to me. very jarring. It's like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like we're gonna felt, figure this out together. Mess- Smash felt- cut to her, <laughs> and, the- and, and she's someone that I haven't really Hello, seen in any of the books that I've been reading. Like she, she hasn't mentioned- been, she hasn't been in any books. Yeah, she went. Like- she went from like the free comic day uh, X Men Avengers issue to here. So we haven't seen her since yeah, then. I mean, yeah. As far as I know, it's like Hellfire Gala, where all of a sudden she's got like Alzheimer's, <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then now she's. Well, you know, that's Hannibal how it usually Lecter. happens there, Avi. Is when all of a sudden you get Alzheimer's. Wait, where am I? Like we haven't seen her, and I don't. Did we even see her in the Spencer run at all? No, I, I no. consider that backup just honestly Elseworlds. I just don't care. I think it's, I think it's funny yeah. how like integrated Paul is into the main cast now. Just like oh, Paul's here. Can't get rid of him. He's here to stay. Paul Watson, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this fact, this post has been fact checked by true Paul, by the true Paul Watson. Wow. 
so well, yeah, I, um, I, I, a friend yeah. we have. And oh, I'm sorry, Javi. No, no, no. I'm, I, that was that was just me wrapping up on the annual. I don't, I don't really have much more to add to that. I'm trying to sign into my damn Kindle on my Mac, so that way I can pull up the ASM book. But you know, here, let me do it. Josh, do you have any final oh, thoughts on the annual? I, I haven't given my thoughts on the annual. Oh, did you Josh read the annual, sir? Of course I oh, did. did. I read it like two weeks ago. Tall's Eve. Come on, bro. Okay, <laughs> so, so give us your grade. Wait, Mr. hold Paul. on. I want to. I want to hear Josh's stuff first. Yeah, Josh, we'll you go to, first. But we'll I, I did thought. I thought you were ending the conversation. So uh, I, uh, honestly, it was just like I would love to go back in time into like the '60s, '70s, and <laughs> tell the Marvel editorial staff and the whole bunch just what will eventually happen to these characters. Like, imagine trying to explain and Anna or Anna's getting like x-men pills to cure her dementia <laughs> but, like none of it makes any sense whatsoever like i just i can't believe i like i get it with there's like 61 years of like spider-man lore and help but like i think wow. it'd be great to, i think it'd be great to skip like 12 like 40 of them and just skip from like gwen getting her neck broken on a bridge to, to uh, <laughs> oh yeah peter has a predator drone on his back now by the way yeah i uh that uh, see, that to me is a lot easier yeah that that to me is a lot easier to take than like x-men uh dementia pills for anna watson for whatever reason i'm sorry like that the x-men is a goddamn mess and i don't care it, it i i almost feel like you need to blow the whole thing up like literally just like they need to like take all the mutants <laughs> Dude, you know it's true don't even lie like everyone's doing that like, they just did I that. They did like for. They did. Someone. They blew up the island. Yeah, P-thug. because it sucked. Pfug. Oh. I yes, love sir. comics. Just don't get me started about the X Men. I'll read every Dude. other comic out there. X- don't get me the, started the, about the, the worst, the, the biggest X Men haters are X Men fans. Every time, yes. guaranteed. Listen, I grew up. I grew up reading X Men, homie. Like I grew up reading the Claremont, Mark Silvestri. I read all you know, all of the freaking um, Layton. Uh, X Factor to what the the Walt and uh Wheezy Simonson run to Walt to Wolf, Walt Patricio. That is a very loud sound, Neil. Thank you. Um, and you know, it's just it's X Men is just a goddamn mess, it's just a goddamn mess. And I really Listen, thought Hick, I, really, I really thought Hickman was going to do something, and then he and I felt like it was there. It's just yeah, it's gone, it's it's gone bye bye, Egon. So, I don't know. It's done. So, all right. I didn't interrupt anybody else. Sorry about that. No, you're you're, you're good. You're good. We're here. Um. Okay. okay. So let's. Oh, let's... I thought I was muted on my microphone. I didn't know it was. <laughs> okay. So let me give. Let me give really quick my my a quick grade on the annual. Yes, please. I'm gonna give it a a, 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 a good B. I I felt it was very unnecessary, um, or not unnecessary. It was a very just un uneventful book. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. Was. It was. Like, You're it right. Just was, it just wasn't like... It's very forgettable. It just was just kind of... Eh, I don't know. It, it, it's it, Again, nothing was bad about it. Just It felt very... Just like, we got to get we gotta get Ben out of here. So how do we do that? Okay, let's have a whole issue about this. How much did you pay kinda, for this issue? Five bucks? Five bucks. I don't know. Probably six bucks. Less <laughs> than 31, probably. Because yeah. 31 was yeah. 10 bucks. 31 yeah, was so, not... 
9.99. 31 should be half that and all the other yeah. stuff. We'll talk about we'll here. talk about yeah, that. So this, this is a good time to oh, 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 oh boy, this is going to get really we, spicy. We got we like, got that flow going. Let's let's since we're talking right. about it, let's get right into the main event that Paul's been begging us to get into for the past hour. Like like there's a part of me that wants to get like ding ding ding, welcome to the main event. But uh that is um oh Paul Paul's Paul's walking off. Uh, he, Bye. He's, so, he's so upset. Although he's got that really cool Miracle Man poster. Okay. Oh, oh. Oh, he has to get props. Okay. So, <coughs> Paul, will you... <coughs> Paul. Neil, will you pull up the uh, the issue if you've got it pulled up for you? Five bucks for the annual. Five dollars for the annual, yes. Yeah. I, I think that's an... I mean, the backup sucked, but I mean, um, <laughs> I didn't even bother to read more than like three panels of the, of the backup because this is pr- ridiculous. But uh, Was it because it had Paul in it? No, it's because of freaking just a stupid about Krokoa crap, and I hate it. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's I think it's funnier if like you remove the X Men stuff and Anna just has a schizo mode moment. <laughs> That'd be more interesting, to be quite honest. Uh, I think it's funnier. All right, so let me pull Kindle up on my phone so that way I can kind of right. do this quickly. This is not going to be a quick recap, just the amount of freaking pages that we got to go through. I can recap for you. This is what happens. I can rush this. This is what happens. Tombstone's daughter gets married. Hang on. No, no, no. Let me do it. Let me do it. Hold on. Just do it for you. This is unnecessary. six people on here, man. Come on. Hold on. Tombstone comes in, marries, gets off his daughter. There's a bunch of mafia people. They they get attacked at the wedding. The end. That's really the whole story. No, that's well, not the whole story. There's, 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 there's a lot. There's so a lot. You just you left, left out. Hang on. Let me let me do it. Let me do it. Okay. So our, our... I'll, I'll be back in 20 minutes. See you later. Okay. Fine. Okay, bye. <laughs> put him back on the screen, Neil. He's just gonna be a picture of Miracle Man. I don't care. Just put him back on the screen. Good. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Uh, this is divided into chapters. Chapter. Uh, so the. Hang on. All right. So we have the pre- the prelude, which is basically the meeting of the crime bosses in the Bronx. Basically, Tombstone's kind of mad that the rest of the crime bosses have not RSVP to the wedding. Why, for reasons? This is drawn by Ramita Jr. Um, and so I assume, they- I, I assume it's a solid because you know, like the, the mob bosses are all like kind of not a, not the not the mob family as we know them, but there's sort of like a loose alliance where like they stay out of each other's way and they don't interfere with each other and they get along. And I assume that that's just um, like Tombstone. Like you're not being polite. You're not living up to your end of the of the armistice because I think he he kind of drew the line in the sand in the first arc, right? Yeah. So this is like, listen, you're gonna you're gonna be nice. You're gonna show up to the wedding, and you're gonna have a good time. Bye. Okay. So the chapter one is the last night. Basically, it is the bachelorette party on one side where you have uh, the uh, the syndicate plus White Rabbit showing up, as well as a random lawyer named Michelle. Don't know if played, Michelle played by, Zen, played by Zendaya. <laughs> that, that's kind of the joke is a played by Zendaya. Meanwhile, you got on the other side, you got Peter and Ro- uh, Robbie. Randy. Randy uh, having their bachelor party, which is pretty much the equivalent of what my my bachelor party was which was just the, us hanging out um so you kind of going interspliced between the two you got one group the the syndicate and the girls are having the time of their lives also black cat shows up uh one of the big things is you have black cat and um beetle kind of having a cart to heart saying you know how do you make it work black cat 
Peter takes kind of takes the still fall. recapping. I yes. just got started, bro. Go take a nap. You're fine. Paul, so I, I gotta go. That's the thing. Is like this is we're wasting like valuable talk time over recaps. Fine, I'll I'll speed run it. Okay, Peter, go. Peter, I'm hey, I'm going, bud. Okay. Okay. Uh, Be- Beetle gives Felicia some life advice. Peter takes the fall for none of Randy's friends showing up, but Randy finds out that they didn't want to come, so he's like, "Oh, Peter, you're a really good friend." Peter and MJ. P- Peter and MJ. Peter and Felicia break up. Uh, because Felicia decided now of all times she wants a real relationship. Um, the next day, P- Peter is the usher at Randy's wedding. Uh, wedding happens, but it gets interrupted by guy on motorcycle from I think a Zeb Wells book. No, 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 shotgun from a shotgun. Uh, Spider Hunt, right? That yeah, is. Like, oh no, he's originally a Punisher villain oh. that uh, Ramita Junior created uh, for Punisher War Journal, and he brought him during Spider Hunt, and then mm-hmm. he misses his. First, second appearance in Spider-Man. But anyways, Tombstone Tombstone bleeds. Spider-Man chases him off, and the wedding is uh, brought to a halt. Oh, and Hammerhead blows up Madam Mask. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the main bulk of the story. Bye, Iron Man villain. <laughs> uh, then we get to the backups. So I'm gonna, I, well, Neil, you and I can kind of intersplice. Basically, the, uh, I'll let you talk about the first backup because it's gonna okay. come all time. So the first backup. <laughs> Okay, Paul. It's okay. Well, we got to talk about the backups because the other way. Do we? They're fucking talk. Let's talk about the first one. Let's talk about the first the the main story one, first, and then we the can only talk one, about The only backup that's important is the jackpot one. All the other ones are just set up for, you know, future <laughs> shit. Okay. Like, let, let, let's, really I, know, I know Paul wants to talk about the main story, so let's talk about the main story first, and then we can go over the backups. Does that sound fair? I am anti-recaps. Anti, I, am I know officially... you're anti-recaps, but this is my show. But this this is also the format we've had for the past three years, and it's worked, so we're going to stick with it. Okay, so let's give grades for the main story. We'll go count. We'll go clockwise from me, starting with Adam. Adam, what's your grade? Thank you, Neil. I'll start. It's like, damn, do I have to go first? Uh, um, <laughs> main story. Uh, honestly, I'll be generous. I'll give the main story B plus. B plus for Adam. Josh. Okay. Josh, yeah. Uh solid B. All right. Javi. Uh okay, that's your A minus. A minus. Okay. I'm gonna, Paul. I'm gonna be generous. Your grade. C plus. Ooh. I might have a higher grade than you. Holy wow. shit. Wow. All right, Zach. Uh the main story, I'm giving it a B, B plus. I'm going to be really – I'm going to give it an A minus. Oh, crap. Damn. A minus. Wow, Neil. Okay. A. And I have, and I have a reason why. Which okay. I'll get into. Uh, Paul, you, since you've got the lowest grade of the group. I think I get out of here too. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I, I've defended a lot of, of Zeb Wells run. And I don't think it's a bad run. And I've said that a long time, you know, for a lot mm-hmm. or for a lot, whatever. Can we talk right now? Um, I just think this issue was, it just, it seems bloated and unnecessary. And I, I think that 
I'm going to say it. I think JRJR's art and layouts on this are, are maybe some of his weakest mm. of the series. Um, I, and like, it's a little jarring when I'm going from JRJR to like all of a sudden, like the bachelor party is different, you know? Yeah. And the art, it's not my favorite. Of, it's not terrible. It's just, it's just jarring. They're very, it's not, I mean, no matter what JR, whoever's following up JRJR is not going to be the same, right? Like, I get it. It's but, uh, it's Emilio Viso and Zay Carlos on pencils. Yeah, I I just to me this is just a very uneventful like supposed to be eventful like story, and yeah, I, I think and honestly the whole Felicia thing is very weird. I'm glad they're broken up. To be quite honest, <laughs> I'm glad that's I'm glad it's there. Yeah, it's but then they also set up something else. Which is like, you know, okay, I get it. Um, set up like, what, just, what, do you, what do you mean? Set up something else? Well, there's the whole panel where he tells his uh, what's her name's friend, like, oh, my girlfriend broke up with me. She's like, oh, okay, and he's like, oh, sorry, I didn't. Oh, I gotta go. And then <laughs> they've set her up already in the previous in the uh, in this issue that yeah. she's kind of there, and she's like, she's um, she's the square of the group. Yeah, she's but she's also like the reason responsible one. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. she's in the fact that she's like her best friend of the group yeah, of yeah. like of the beetle kind of oh. is setting up the fact that like there's going to be maybe a relationship between her and Peter. I exactly. love this comment. I love this comment from Radiac. Man, Peter and Felicia broke up like they began the relationship. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, and here's, and here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to side with Paul that I'm glad the Felicia thing is over. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it frustrates me that like they made a big deal out of like Peter and Felicia having like this big goodbye when they didn't do anything. Like Dude, they, they, was... they, sp- they spent maybe like a couple of issues outside of like the, the two issues dedicated to them. And even then it was kind of very indecisive. I I'll, de- I'll defend it a little bit to where I, I don't, I didn't like it, but they, they spent enough time to where like he went basically, I could see it, you know, like a fling where you get, go back with your ex for a little bit right. and you're like, that wasn't a good idea. And like, and, and I would say like, I wish I liked the idea of, of Felicia that coming to Felicia, but I don't like how it was presented through the beetle and the fact that, that she shows up and like, Oh, hang out with us, Felicia. It's like, what? It's just, it's just, it's very, it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't add up very well to me. And so all those things are just, and, and also I, I like the idea of like all of Randy's friends, not wanting to go to the bachelor party. I thought that was, I thought that was that's accurate. That seems reasonable. Um, just everything else just felt very, just kind of just, it just, it just didn't flow very well to me. The art, the layouts were not just the story just kind of cl- felt cluttered. And the biggest criticism I have of JRJR's art is, you know, I'm flipping through these pages and I get to the page where um, she's right before she walked, walks down the aisle and you have like right here, Randy's like, Oh my God. And I'm thinking like, Oh, here comes like a <laughs> big old page of, you know, the beetle and tombstone coming down the aisle. Oh, it's just a little freaking box. Like right there. <laughs> yeah. That's it. yeah. I'm like, that should have been. That should have been. They, they, they start the splash page on shotgun when like, and that's fine. That's fine. But why can't you just make like we don't need to have? Well, if you guess here, if you look at the pa- the page here, you have it. In my again, in my opinion, you have Randy right next to right after he. You know, you see Caesar. You have his response. Well, 
to be honest, I think you could just take out Randy completely and just have the whole thing, the whole top panel, just be uh, the Beetle and Tombstone walking down the aisle. That's a stronger yeah. image, in my opinion. I think I think this other panel's wasted, and it feels. I'll be honest. That's what it, I do feel like. Um, JRJR likes to do that a lot, and I, I don't mind it a lot of times. In this book in particular, it feels way too cluttered, and and not just him, but the other artists too. It just it just it feels like they're doing they're trying to be like too cute with this, and it it really feels like you made this whole reveal very uneventful. So when you get eventually, and I'll be done, and I'll, I'll have to head out of here. When okay. you eventually get to the stuff of like Tombstone getting shot. You know, buddy, and, I, I didn't. Uh, I thought you were going to be here longer. That's what. That's why I was willing. going to recap the rest of the stuff. No, no, you're, you're, I, I was. I was giving you crap. I apologize. I wasn't. I was just. You know me in recaps. I just. I, I know you don't it. like recaps. I love you, but I love you. It is your show. You do what you want. Um, okay. But but yeah, sorry. Um, I have to voice my opinion. I just. I know it's like it, it's unbearable sometimes. Um, but you have this. Like you have also have like this pendulum. Like, like why is the beetle just like bump? Like I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out where she is. Why are you like it, it. a small little panel of her being like, but what? Like it just, <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. And it just bums me out because this is supposed to be like a really cool issue. And I'm like, man, like the premise is there. Everything is there, yeah. but it's just not executed. And then like this random punch villain, which I, I thought was that guy from the Peter David annuals, whatever his name was. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Ace. Right. Ace. I thought it was him. Like, is this Ace? Ace. Like, I had no idea. <laughs> no, like, it's shotgun. I mean, yeah, but yeah, but you told me it's shotgun. I'm like. We're totally 80s now. Yeah, no, but and I, the wrap up here, it's, it's not like the worst thing I've read in the world, but it just, it felt very anti-climatic and especially when you've built up this wedding and a great idea and then the the, the picture of tombstone and his daughter walking in the aisle is just a little like mm, mm, mm. it's like what well hey paul guess what now we're going to do the craven our Jesus society Yo, let's go but here, here's my thing uh, just kind of dovetail on it literally you have randy say who is that whenever shotgun shows up that doesn't help um yeah who's that who's that pokemon du, 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 du. <laughs> it's shotgun get on my back du, 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 away. Du, du, du. <laughs> yeah so anyway i i just feel that this was a very much a letdown after a great arc we just had with dr octopus which i loved and again, not the worst thing in the world. I I think JRJR art JRJR's art has been pretty strong for this for the series so far. This is definitely the weakest of all of it, and it just it feels very just when you add the backups I, okay, with it. I, I have a question. Yes, sir. How long ago was this drawn, and was his dad's health failing at this point? He's just trying to get these pages out as fast as he can. And, and that's fair. And that's fair. I'm not, and I, I didn't take that into account. I, I can't look, I can't think of that when I read it. Cause I just, mm -hmm. I, just I just don't, you know, right. but it just, it just felt very, like every, it's not just his art. It's, it's everything. It's like the backups with this very disjointed story. It's just, mm -hmm. it's a letdown because they built up this wedding for a long time. I thought it was going to be like an epic thing. And it's just kind of like, but then again, to my, you know, to, to their credit, it didn't actually go down, did it? That actually didn't officially happen. No. So, yeah, they, they, the the they the whole the Batman pack. Yeah. Oh god, they're gonna run it back at eight fifty or nine fifty. No, it, it's good. They're gonna run it back. I just realized that they're gonna run it back. But I think that's the, my biggest issue with, you know, biggest problem with this is is that fact that 
it just it, you know you set up a great like it has good everything's there everything's there for the writer and the artist to do it and the and the backups are just really quick before i head out they're just not they're not good man they're a slog they're a slog <laughs> no, except for bag lasers or slots and the spider woman one are good everything else i'm out listen listen i'll tell you right now that the problem with this issue that i think you know that is it's all set up this entire exactly. issue yeah. is because this main story is all about the gang war so we're not gonna we're not we're gonna not get the gang war for three months <laughs> we're not gonna get it's a gang just, war just for an three ad months. just an ad for a book for three months from we, now. For, for those of us that pay ten dollars for you guys to, to for us to review it <laughs> yeah and like it's just, it, it is everything is set up which i don't mind that stuff usually because I, I like to get excited and like i'll be honest not to bring not to not promote our own show here zach but the <laughs> slot stuff i'm probably the most excited about i was like oh sweet like spider boys like, i'm like i'm all right i'm okay i'm into this uh the superior spider-man stuff i'm like okay i'm into this okay like you know spider-woman is pretty solid you know yeah. but like i'm just like and again, I've liked what Zeb Wells has done for the most part. It's just like, and I, I'm, I'm actually, I love Gang Wars. I'm all about it. Right. But this issue, eesh, not, not my bag. Anyway, again, sorry, I didn't mean to crap on the, the recaps a bunch, but you know I love you. Uh, I will talk to you all soon. And uh, yes. All right. Love you guys. Bye -bye. Next time you see him on, you on, the Paul, on the channel. <laughs> you banished him, Josh. <laughs> Like, as soon as you said nice to meet you, you just bounce. Uh, <laughs> Paul's really good um, at bouncing like that. So, uh, I, okay. I did have... um, there was a couple of comments that I starred. Neil, we can go ahead and throw them back up. Um, I wanted I wanted Paul to uh, be able to say what he's saying and, and head out. Uh, I agree with that. That was the one you brought up earlier. Uh, the next one. Like many predicted, it was going to end. The only thing that surprised me is that they didn't string us along and actually ended it sooner than expected. No, I'm going to be honest; they did kind of string us along for a bit. It wasn't. Yeah, it it wasn't as... feel like that to me at all, man. Okay, it was 25. So... I mean, they were together. What 25 issues? They not even were they? Were they? <laughs> they were, were they actually it, in it was, the it, issues I, together though? Just no, some of them. Not a lot. It's just, it's just implied in like Marvel Pride that they were like a, a casual fling. Most mm. of this, like. What did Peter do? Like that final arc was like flashback and had nothing. Yeah, to do that's with true. Alicia, mm -hmm. so it didn't really feel like we got to see them in much of a relationship. It wasn't even outside in, of the two Dodson issues. Yeah, she wasn't you know? in the 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 what did Peter do answer? He wasn't or, even in that story. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he wasn't so at, there. The final really, battle. When I when feel I feel like we had like they had a relationship. But at the same time, like, so in one sense, I feel cheated that we we didn't really get it. But on the other hand, I didn't really want that in the first place. And I'm happy they came to the conclusions that they did in this issue. When when I yeah. say string this along, I don't mean as in, like, the relationship's just going and going without end. Um, I meant more in the sense that, like, they're constantly teasing us about this relationship. Like, oh, like, in all the marketing material, like, oh, Peter and Felicia are kissing. Aren't they so great together? And then, like, out of nowhere, they just break up. After like no time spent together, after telling us all this, after telling us to invest so much time and yeah. energy into them, then they just kind of unceremoniously, oh, guess we're breaking up. It feels I, like there was more of a relationship that was off panel than what we got to see, and based on the fact that MJ and Black Cat had a mini series together, I feel like they had more panel time as a couple than Peter and Black Cat. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I think Peter's face kind of says it all. There's that one panel where Black Cat's like, come here, you know I love you, right? He goes, uh-oh. And like, no facial expression on it whatsoever. And it's, yeah, it, was, yeah. It, was, it, was like a, it looks like a Chris Pachalo drawing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's, it's not good. Let's not like, be mean here. <laughs> no, the art's actually fine. Okay, so the reason I gave it such a high grade is not necessarily because of any particular development of the plot or anything, but I want to give Wells credit for something I think he's had he's been very lacking in the past two years, which this issue felt like the most sincere thing he's ever written in this run. And, the... <laughs> and, when say, and, and when I say that, when I to elaborate on it, it, it's it's more that this entire run has felt very cynical. Like it's probably the most transparently editorially mandated run we've ever had. Mm-hmm. And this issue felt like the first time since 2022 started that Peter has that, that the run has felt remotely sincere in what it has to say about like Peter and Randy's relationship, um, about yeah. Randy yeah. and you Janice. Know, do, you, do you mean just the Zeb stuff starting with issue one, or do you mean starting with beyond the Zeb stuff, like uh, issue okay. one of the run because it started in 2022? Um, because I think I think he was a little more sincere during the Beyond era, even though that yeah. was like put together with duct tape and bubble gum. But, but like the the way the characters talk to each other for the first time since the the run has started, mm-hmm. it felt like Wells had something to say that wasn't just like how do I get from editorially mandated point one to editorially mandated point two. It felt like there was actually something that wasn't cynical and mandated about it. Peter's voice does feel authentic. That's like that's why I kind of gave it as high of a grade as I did as well. The, Neil, P- the Peter that... and Ra- the Peter and Randy pages do a lot to redeem this issue for me, as far as the main yeah. story. Th- this felt like a really good conversation and one that actually evolves out of being in a superhero-filled world. This is the kind of conversation like y- your friends not want to come to your bachelor party because you're involved with a supervillain. That's the consequence of being in a superhero-filled world rather than mm-hmm. just being a superhero in a regular world. And I think that's a nice evolution on that social stigma. Yeah. And to your point, like we don't see, we don't get to see those stories anymore in amazing Spider-Man because every single character now is a hero, is, is a hero or a villain or has powers or is about yeah. to get powers. So that, that's a really yeah. good point that <laughs> bring up there, Richard, yeah. um, regarding that. Good job, Dickie. I brought this on myself. Jesus yes, you Christ. did. <laughs> and I think it's more jarring in the neck in the in the Kamala backup regarding the sincerity Wells of what Wells has to say. We'll get into that after we've talked about the main story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's such a contrast of how sincere Wells feels in this story versus the next one. Adam, give us your thoughts. I'm gonna go get a drink. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> do what? I'm sorry. I just said, oh, okay. <laughs> I just was I like, see how it is. No, no. Like, like, hey, Adam, what are your thoughts on the issue? Thank you. I don't, uh, I mean, I don't even know. I just, I think I just <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I, I like, see, yeah, I like the, I like the Peter and Randy stuff. I like the bachelorette party. I mean, I like all this stuff. I feel like Paul's not wrong. Um, I think the, the gang wars. I think the gang war stuff is exciting, but it just sucks that we're getting that three months later. We're not getting that next issue. We're getting it in November. Um, 
That's true. Yeah. I think that's the issue of advertising things three months in advance is that they can only advertise so much of what's to come that they can't advertise what immediately follows in lieu of spoilers. Sure. But the thing, yeah. And it's, I don't know. I think, I think the art is good. Um, I don't know. I, it's it's a pretty. I almost I'm almost wondering like should this have been 900? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. This was better than yeah. This was better. Should than, this yeah. have been nine because I mean I feel like you could have went right from the tombstone arc to to this yeah. at 900. I feel like you know it, it's good to know like what Peter did, even though it took a year to get to that storyline. Well, and that's but the thing I, too. I, is like I would just throw that story out. Like I wouldn't have. I would not. I think I said this last show. Like I would. That's. They that was super, it was superfluous. I, I think the get rid of that. The, the implication of what Peter did is more dramatically powerful than actually seeing what he did. I'm glad we got the answers in some capacity. Yeah, true. Now that I've had time to digest it, but you know, spending that much time on it, plus all the plus, um, it's the fact that it was mystical stuff, which doesn't really belong in Spider-Man books on principle, kind kind of makes it feel a little pointless and like my time was wasted it just feels like now the run is finally starting because we were, <laughs> yes. we were so, a year in, baby let's go we were so into the whole mystery of what peter did and it was like just that shouldn't have been a story like they should have ended beyond with okay peter and mary jane whatever and you could have like you could have done everything else all this stuff all this stuff without and then you know you don't have paul like all this gang war stuff coming up Everything that's coming up in the next couple months, you could have done all that without having to arbitrarily break up Peter and Mary Jane. Yeah, uh, Josh, what did you what did you think? Oh, I'm almost wondering if like that might have been a potential plan. What uh, Adam was saying there that that was what was going to happen, and then some meddling of editorial went. We actually need you to split them up. Let's... Oh, like like they like they just kind of only intended to imply what Peter did, and then they actually realized. Oh wait, we kind of have to. Yeah, we kind of we have to go into this. Editorial said, let's let's push this, break them up first, then get back on track. Yeah. Uh, Zach, you're muted. Um, Javi, what do you what do you think? Supposedly, um, just to jump in. Supposedly, the the entire pitch was made by Wells, including the what did Peter do stuff. So oh, just okay. for the record. Anyways, Javi? Uh, no, I actually gave it an A minus because I was, well, I was feeling generous, but also I really did enjoy the issue. And I do see where Paul's coming from with like that transition with Randy's face to like the next panel. Like he's got a really valid point. Like it should have been more um, eye catching. But like yeah. overall, I liked the two different art styles on it because it was, fo- it wasn't. Like we've had issues where like artists change in the same sequence, like between the turn of the page. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this was a lot like of what happened in the final salvo of Spencer's run, where we had like three different artists in a single book. Yeah, but this was like very scene specific. So breaking it up like that, if you're gonna go the two artist route, if you have to do it, and I can see why with this being oversized, like I think they did a good job of it, and I liked um, both teams. Uh, on, on their respective parts. Um, but I, I really liked seeing Ramita handling the prime stuff. Cause I think that fits his wheel yeah. a, mm-hmm. a lot better than, than some of the other stuff. Raven, like, Ra- Raven, Raven in particular is like what, what, what Ramita junior shouldn't be doing the yeah. Raven stuff with all the, 
mystical magic math stuff. So, so I think they, they paired them up well, but I just, overall, I just really liked the character aspects that we got to see. We got the return of Kevin, which is really important. I think the, 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 the greatest, the single greatest supporting character ever created. Yeah. Yeah. The, piece of, the, the piece of cheese has the piece of cheese has finally come back, and we're better but, but, for it. Even with like, tiny, whammy, weird ass comic book time, yeah, shouldn't like shouldn't Kevin be completely like just rotted and molded? I mean, he was to begin with, but now he's probably got like some kind of sentience, and is <laughs> gonna, he's gonna get he's gonna get his sex backing, uh, like the whole wedding and everything else when we get to the end of. I wonder well, if uh, he's, anybody... gonna, he's gonna get he's gonna get his own solo title by the end of the year. I guarantee it. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin starting start guess and they get like a sponsorship with like like a Craft. cheese whiz. So like it's like a can of cheese whiz and a block of cheese. But I thought the wedding was was exciting. I I was shocked that Tombstone went down like he did, and Shotgun again felt like an old callback to the early. 2000s late 90s spidey stuff and it just it yeah. fit, felt in ramita's wheelhouse to do oh i um, i i but it's what like what adam was saying i i just it's weird to think that we're gonna sideline this story that we just built momentum on yeah. unless it's running in the background like yeah. there's a b story throughout this whole thing like we're not gonna know until i would hope so when it's yeah. i think i think it's it seems have... really weird to have a gap Mm-hmm. I think it's going to yeah. have some stuff brewing in the background. I'm not sure how much of it will brew in the background, but I'm sure they'll have like a page saying like, oh, hey, remember Gang War is coming soon. Yeah. Which I hope would so. be preferable than like what DC's doing this summer with their Night Terrors. But they're right. building up all these stories like the Batman Catwoman War or whatever it's oh, called. And Gotham War. The new Flash creative team and what's going on with Superman. They just stopped it dead to do... That that of summer crossovers. Uh, speak, speaking as a marketing that, guy, that sounds like that sounds like classic nineties. That's yeah. like the shit they as, would. Well, it's like in. convergence all over again. As, oh, as yeah. a as a guy who is a big marketing person, stopping all of your titles like dead stop to do like a line wide event two months in into your brand new relaunch, huge mistake. Probably the biggest one DC's made in this decade. Yeah, and I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything about why they did it. It's not like they had like, oh, we're probably moving to, from the west to coast to the time. east coast, or vice versa. I think I probably, buy, I think probably just to buy time because a lot of their artists are kind of slow right now. I think Dan Moore is the only guy who can do more than one title at a time. Yeah, that dude so, is crushing it right now. Yeah. Um, but back back to the the main yeah. story. Like, I I don't really have any complaints about it. I really liked that we did get all this character development for stuff that's been building for since the Spencer run. The, o- so, the only and my yeah. favorite story so far has been the tombstone one at the beginning. Yeah. So yeah. I like the tombstone, the vulture and the, and the hobgoblin, I think are the, are the top three of year one. And my, and miles has gotten a hold of the hobgoblin plot. So it's not like Peter can really do anything with that. Yeah. So Josh, what is your thoughts? You're, you haven't talked much. Um, I think kind of like what Javi said, I, I really liked Nick Spencer's run. So it was nice to, it, it sort of felt like we were kind of getting a bit of that back because we were diving into some of these things that were pretty heavily set in, um, okay. in Nick Spencer's run. So yeah, it was really nice to actually finally get this wedding and that, but uh, yeah, it was uh, like, 
I actually remembered it <laughs> compared to the animals where like I actually knew like I could recall what happened and I, I liked mm. parts of it. So yeah, it was it was good. That's okay, good. cool. Sorry, I'm I'm having a disciplined dog. No problem. This time so, I'm making sure he ain't mute. <laughs> so, so yeah, if, if Zach, you take care of the, if you need to take care of the dogs, I can we can do an alternate we can do an alternating rotation on the backups. No, no, it's good. He's just he's just being a. It's it's really hot in this apartment. It's like yeah, seventy six degrees, and it's he's called not, Texas. It, yeah, it's 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 this is not as cold as I used to keep the house. Let's put it that way. I used to keep the house around seventy, so. So, so I, I kind of want to talk about a, a dive a bit deeper into the Miss Marvel backup than the others because that's the one that actually mm -hmm. made me like really upset. Mm -hmm. um, I I I think that um, Wells really dropped the ball on Kamala in 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 a broad sense just because he only had her there for twelve panels and made her act like made act like her death was a huge deal. But I, I think the the biggest sin of Kamala being in the run is that I think it could have worked. Like if if you had like Peter and Kamala teaming up, like as, as a team up book, that doesn't demean either their experiences, but also helps them kind of learn from each other. I think you could have had something there because Kamala is kind of like the the modern Spider Man, even more so than Miles is. Um, and having that relationship between those two characters is something that is kind of interesting on a fundamental level. And then he kills her off, does nothing with it, and then in this mini or in this backup, he goes, "Oh hey, um, I only do this for Spider-Man Lotus fans, but I'm going to oh, reveal my secret identity to you." I hated that. that um, made me and, so and, bad. and reveals and this is Zeb Wells's um, MCU brain at work. Um, I've always joked that the MCU is devoid of sincerity, which is funny because I just gave Wells a ton of credit for being sincere in the main story. But this backup has none of that. It doesn't feel sincere. It doesn't feel like it has anything to offer. It feels entirely editorially mandated for Peter and Kamala to know each other's secret identities. Oh, look, I'm with the X-Men. Don't you know I'm with the X-Men? I'm a mutant now. I'm going to go fight with the X-Men in Fall of X, <laughs> covered in three years on Books of X. Um, it just frustrates me to no end that like th this backup is indicative of the things that we could have had, but doesn't have any of it and actively kind of insults us for thinking that there was something that good that could have come out of it. Art's good, though. I like the way he draws, David Lopez draws Peter and Kamala. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyone else have anything to add to that? Uh, I, you know, I think the the backup was a little insulting. Uh, I, I agree with you uh, here. It, it's like we kill him off or kill her off, and now she gets to. It's it's you know it's a payoff to something that was highly controversial, and the payoff's not worth it. And nothing really happened with it. Like it, she's been here for like twelve panels. And now she's getting written out of the book to go join the X-Men. She's yeah. more in this backup than she is in all of ASM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That, I wasn't. That is... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. The, that, that, you, you, you kind of nailed it on the head there, there, Avi. I, I can't, I can't. I'm being told to care. It's telling, not showing. Hmm. There's a, weird, there's a weird panel of Peter's having a thousand yard stare. The X Men, hot dog. Yeah. 
I, I like the the identity reveal though, just mainly because of the I usually save this for kids who are dying joke. I wasn't, was like, nice I wasn't I wasn't offended by the joke in the way people on it. Twitter were, but it felt a little taste not tasteless. It, it, there's a there's a word for it where it feels like I was mildly inconvenienced by the joke without yeah. being like offended. Like I can see why Peter with all his guilt complexes would feel obligated to share something personal with Kamala and why her sacrificing herself for MJ was such a big deal to him. Like that makes sense to me, but I'm just, I'm not offended by this, this backup story, but I see where you guys are coming from. It's just, I'm, I moved on from, the cynicism of her death to begin with, like what it felt yeah. like that came out two months ago. If, if and she's already like, like resurrected, like it yeah. from the second it happened, we all knew that she was going to well, be coming back as a movie because she's got yeah. a movie. Unless it was a marketing, you know, it was just a marketing stunt. Back. Yeah, it was just a marketing stunt. And, and I think part of it is also that, like you know, it, it, the, the cynic in me thinks that originally, like the the way they drew Kamala in the Hellfire Gala one shot, which by mm-hmm. the way was the biggest waste of nine dollars i spent since i quit my job <laughs> um it, i i kind of am on the train that mj was supposed to die and then they were supposed to bring her back because the way they kind of took away like her distinct facial features and made her look like a generic white woman with vaguely brown skin kind of makes me think that they're originally going to kill another character off and they redid it hastily to make it look like kamala just it's, it's it's kind of my mini conspiracy theory. Just the way they the way they drew her kind of makes me think uh, maybe they wanted to do someone else. I can't prove it though. So I don't. I, I'm honestly kind of shocked they haven't had Peter and Kamala reveal their identities to each other before. That, they had. They, well, they in, had. In, in team up, but that was by like that was out of necessity. Right. So, I, but but oh, sorry, Joe. Sorry, Josh. No, no. I was just gonna say I I kind of agree with Javi that I I think I I think that the whole uh, revealing the identity kind of uh, the guilt complex I can see that I personally just hated the jokes. But I mean I'm a little closer tied to it. I do this for work, <laughs> so like you know revealing my identity. That's part of the reason I am that is because I'm a white guy with brown hair. If the kid's if the kid is terrified of me in a mask, I can actually take off the mask and. You know, I'm Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. I hated that joke a lot. It, it, it just, it didn't, it, it didn't feel like something Peter would actually even. T- it almost felt like Deadpool humor a little bit. Like I could yeah, totally Venk, see. Venk, Venkman brought that up that it to me. It yes, felt like yeah. a Deadpool line rather. Than... Exactly. It, it seems a hundred percent. I could totally yeah. picture Ryan Reynolds saying that. Yeah, and, and you would have probably laughed because it makes sense for Daredevil. Yeah, because or, it makes sense for Deadpool. Daredevil. <laughs> Man, he's the worst Catholic on the planet. Jesus Christ. I don't feel. I think we've established that. <laughs> Other things. Bangs yeah. a married woman feels Taking bad. Oh, why does God hate me? <laughs> Taking over the underworld, becoming a literal demon. I think that that yeah. kind of qualifies as being the worst Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> But like I said, this this backup kind of reminds me of things I wish we could have had in a different timeline where things were better. I, I feel I feel like the Peter and Kamala reveal outside of Marvel team up should have happened sooner. 
and with a bit more weight to it. Mm-hmm. And it to me just just feels like the the speed run version of that, if that makes sense. Like, okay, yeah. I got to do this. I got to write out the book. I got to do the reveal. Bam, 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 bam. Okay, I'm done. Anyways, bye Kamala. See you in X Men. All right. That, so gonna... that only that only Neil's reading. So, well, I'm, I'm going to be having to read it later. Yeah, but I'm reading it now, so. There you go. So I'm going to do the next two backups, Neil. So I'm going to do the first yeah, sure. one, which is The Man With All The Answers, written by Dan Slott, art by Mark Bagley. John, John Dell is the inker. Edgar Delgado is the color artist. Uh, and so we open with the bar of no name uh, with The Ringer, The Looter, and I don't know who the third guy is. Who is the third guy? Could be the melter, maybe for some reason is what came to mind. But yeah, they don't say who it That's is. An Iron Man villain, I believe. All right, so melter, yeah, he's melter's an Iron Man villain, yeah. So these three, these three D-list villains are like showing up at the bar with no name. They're like, oh, we got an A-lister here, and it's Otto Octavius who decides that he's going to be. A he's doing, a, he's doing a Shia LaBeouf from Transformers Two, where he's writing on the walls. Kid yeah. counter, kid counter, kid counter. Yeah, he's basically like writing on the walls, on the table, like. You know why he came here is because like apparently once like um he wanted to be around dumb people so it makes him feel smarter so it's like he's just like me for real. Well, he says he says that no one would think that he would be there because everyone well, else has been. Doesn't have a lab. I mean, yes, I don't this know. is true. Apparently, and then one of his octobots decides that they that he needs a beer and he's freaking. Gets mad and goes, poor fellow. dose, my senses. And then, you know, he figures out that uh, I can't, I know I've solved this equation. Why can't I remember it? Because apparently he solved it while he was Superior Spider Man. And What's that's the, did they ever explain what the equation is? No. 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 Uh, I need all my wits about to solve this as and gain unlimited power, not enough power to crush all my enemies. Yes, revenge on Osborne, the Owl Fisk, but most of all, that accursed Spider Man. So basically it's taking what happened last arc, kind of advancing it to where we get ultimate or superior Spider-Man new superior Spider-Man. Then we have, Oh boy. Then we have the main event of the issue for some people uh, written by Chil- Is it Celeste? Rob- Celeste. Celeste Rothman. Alba Gletz and Estella Diamasio and Craig Ewing. They were the anchors. So it is MJ and Paul together. Let's go. They are, it's MJ kind of, they're in couples counseling. Kind of, she's, she's kind of off and she's reacting to everything. Turns out they had to go to the police and kind of explain everything, but they couldn't explain all the stuff. We get a daily bugle being delivered to the, to the house while Paul is doing some work with his AirPods in. Uh, it's, basically showing MJ fighting. I don't remember what that's in reference to. So we then get Paul and MJ sleeping in the same bed. MJ's, you know, all the dial, all the inner monologue is with MJ. Paul doesn't say a single word in the entire issue. So MJ wakes up the next morning turn and Felicia's there and Felicia's there to give her the costume and give her a pep talk. And that's how we get the new jackpot. Real, real quick. I just, I just noticed this, that Felicia is talking about, Star Wars, where they're talk, where they're escaping the trash compactor from a new home. Yeah. Yep. But the footage on the TV is from Empire. Oh well. Oh well. It shows. It shows. It shows. Nerd. Yeah. 
<laughs> is it even drawn that well to be able to? Yes, I can. If, if the you ending shot of Empire, it you have is to fold it if you're reading it in print. But yeah, you're right. Hmm. You're reading the digital copy like I am from via via Kindle. So um, yeah. So the final splash page is MJ as Jackpot helping people. Woo! This was this was a lot of this got leaked online because the uh, there was a lot of people that got this early due to um, subscriptions. So then we get back to the, go back to the bar with no name. And again, uh, Neil, you want to take this one? Yeah. Okay. So um, Taskmaster is piping down a cold one with the boys when all of a sudden, oh no, it's Spider Woman. Um, she does a rooftop interrogation of him goes, uh, I want, I want your top guys. I want, I want the boys you trained back at the taskmaster school of evildoers. And he goes, okay, I'll do this as a solid. And she goes and beats the crap out of them. Um, and Carol Danvers is going around asking other heroes about what happened when Jess got shanked by the, what was it? What was the blade from spider verse blade of truth and destiny, I think, or something like that. Yeah, sure. Anyways. Um, when she, when she got shanked and dissolved into webs, um, apparently she just disappeared from reality for a while. And uh, Jessica chases down one of Taskmaster's top guys. Uh, he does that thing from Empire with the electric tooth to kill himself. And Jessica goes, where's my baby? Uh, to be continued. I think that was a cyanide capsule in, inside the tooth and he broke the cyanide. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, well. so no credits on that no credits reason. on that i'm assuming nope. it's the creative team for the new spider yeah. did, did they get paid hopefully they hopefully. must have <laughs> so then we get to the stately the, the stately stillwell manor up in westchester county new york mother of invention written by dan slot paco medina is the artist we, we have spider boy it's the origin of spider boy and how it ties into you know I didn't okay. care about that one at all. <laughs> oh, also, also, all the Stillwells are related to each other. Yes, and they're all they're all responsible for all of the uh, animal themed villains running around. Even though Rhino is not a, even though Rhino is not a genetics experiment, he's just a guy in a suit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they're somehow they're somehow responsible for Morbius. That's a bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry, Neil. I'm and sorry, Lizard, Dan. Yeah, like the, the, there's no no stop it. Basically, this is, this, this, is a, this is a this is a slot classic where he where he goes. My OC is responsible for everything that's ever happened in. Hey, Dan Slott has written more Amazing Spider-Man than you. He knows all. <laughs> this is true. where I wish that Paul was still here. All right, so so then um, I've watched Pacific Rim, so I know more than he does. All right, then we have a four, a four or six page. That means nothing, yeah. but I, but I've seen it. I've seen it, so I know more than him. That's how. So then we have a six page story written by Albert Montez. Um, Montez. I like this one actually because it's just silly. It's a very silly story of, so this guy keeps getting rescued by Spidey over and over again. And apparently, that's what he does. He's like a, he's like a rest, he's like a person that likes to be rescued groupy, and mm-hmm. Johnny and him. Johnny and Spidey have a heart to heart, and he's like, "Yeah, so you, I see you met so and so, and and um, oh, Perry's his name. See, so you met Perry, blah blah blah." And they're like, "Well, we got to figure this out because, like, we'll, I'm sure we'll think of something." And then, uh, dude, like, runs towards like Electro, you know, wreaking havoc in Zoho. So then, somebody dressed in a Spider-Man costume is like, "Hey, I'm here to save you. You must be Perry." And Perry's like, you know. 
very danger. Very disgusted by the fact that somebody, some imposter showed up, mm-hmm. and uh, that imposter was in fact Johnny in a very poorly fitting Spider-Man costume. It always fits eventually. So, um, you know, there's that little bit, and then all of a sudden, Perry sees Daredevil, which that's <laughs> the way he's going to die if he's going to go start being a groupie for Daredevil. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that is his death. See, that's he's uh, gone. Like in the next issue. See, that was a fun little pointless backup. Yeah. Uh yeah. and then we have um Spider Honk. Is that what this is called? Oh yeah. That's Goosey Goosey. It's untitled Goose Game, the comic. Spider-Man yeah. <laughs> Lucy Goosey by Kale Atkinson, uh, which is basically a goose shows up because Peter's bored playing on his phone. And then Dr. Octopus shows up. And he friends the goose. Yeah, he, Peter befriends the goose. Dr. Octopus shows up. The goose starts... To... This is just <laughs> untitled goose game. Yeah. The, 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 goose, the goose starts honking and hissing it at uh, Otto. <laughs> Otto runs away and <laughs> he uh, steals Peter's emergency cookie. So, yeah. flies away. Another apparently pointless, the, silly the story. Goose, the, apparently the goose was named Stanley. Uh, all right, he Neil. Named this, it Stanley. Uh, you got to do Huntress because uh, this has got your your favorite. That was uh, anyway. Yeah, another fun, okay. pointless, silly story. All right, Neil, your your Gabby mommy. I got him to say it. Let's go. <laughs> oh no. Okay. So this like this one's like two pages, isn't it? Three. Yes, it's two. It's three pages. I gave him the Gleason story. Okay. Yeah, he, that's fair. Thank you, Zach. Um, so, Huntress by Zeb Wells, uh, Pat Gleason, Edgar Delgado, and Caramania. Um, so, Craven the Hunter, played by Aaron Taylor Johnson, is uh, <laughs> is in the middle of a hunt for Gabi Mommy, aka Ashley of Kafka, and after a bunch of fighting and blood spilling, uh, they bang. <laughs> Yeah. That, 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 that's that's him joking. And he's and he's into that rough shit. Well, uh, he's got he's got he, claw he, marks he, everywhere. Uh, yeah. To be continued and, next issue. And Craven's like rage turned to passion. Hers or mine? Does it matter? <laughs> and Peter Peter's evil. Uh, I'm in the mansion where I shot myself with a gun. Um, Time, time to get my adrenaline pumping, baby. I'm so horny for violence. To be continued. <laughs> Very dark. Next issue to be continued. Yeah, next issue. All right. So that. Oh well. Yep. So okay. Um, so if I was in charge of this issue, I would have just put the Gleason backup, the jackpot backup, and then the two silly ones, and then the price would have been like what? Seven, seven bucks, eight. six bucks. Yeah, seven, seven probably. All right, so let, I'm going to count the pages right quick. I'm just going to. Oh, we still have oh one more to go. go. We have we have one. It's just an ad for oh, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. I keep, I keep, oh, yeah, yeah, but you know what? So was the ad for Spider Woman and the ad for next yes. issue. Yeah, and the ad for Jack and the ad for Jackpot. Do, do you yeah. guys? You want to hear a funny story? When I first read this issue, I totally did. Just completely did not read the the, the Coriander shit, and mm-hmm. I just thought I thought that this was the end of the issue because I'm conditioned to yeah. think that way. And the, but no, wait, there's more. They gave us a post-credits so, so uh, tease. The world's the world's most important question: How did Carrie Andrews go from drawing so well in ASM twenty five to drawing absolute dog shit? I mean, so I mean, see, what, what monstrosity is pin. this? Oh. 
Gosh. Oh, that's my dog when she eats too many treats. And uh, Kingpin's going to do some stuff, and kids are singing Itsy Bitsy Spider, and MJ's rejuvenated corpses around bearded Spider-Man doing a Daredevil number three pose. No, that's from the movie. Which was a Daredevil number three pose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why, Why is she in the wedding dress again? I think why? this is a, this is it, probably. I'm, I'm assuming she's a figment. She's like his moral. Yeah, she was compass, a figment in in the first one, and then we get is a that, big two, and the web somehow is back, even though he shut the web down. And I'm really, really scared about this because <laughs> I wouldn't say it's the most notorious Spider-Man story ever told, but the pages the the first one was a Dark Knight Returns ripoff. True. So if we're continuing from that thesis, this, this means this again. is the Dark Knight Strikes Again. And <laughs> you've been warned not to spend any money on this series when it comes out. You've been warned. Oh, Spider-Man oh, bangs MJ so hard, they're, they cause quakes. Damn. Oh, so, okay. All right. So let, let's count the pages right quick. Outside of the... Um, um, I'm, I'm not going to count like the, the next issue page. So. Right. So, so is that just a figment of his imagination? Josh, what was your favorite backup? <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> like, I don't know. I really like eight ball. I was glad to see him. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Eight ball. I, 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 okay. 42 yeah. pages. No. The backups were 42 <laughs> pages. That's insane. In oh, I thought you were you saying the whole story. thing was 42 pages. Jeez. No, no, no. No, no. no it's definitely not. <laughs> Hang on. I'll get there. It's 86 pages when you include all the other, like the letter and the other, and the ad. Half of it was backups. Half of it was backups. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, but if you look at the digital version. Yeah. Like it says 86 pages. Yes. Hmm. But, but like one page is prelude. Your presence yeah. is requested. <laughs> yeah. like, wow. That was a great on. page. Bobby. Like, yeah. And one page is the cover. You've got one page. That's the credits. Mm-hmm. You've got chapter. Well, technically one. It's like, too, yeah, I know. Yeah. So this is like 90 pages. The same <laughs> actual like content. It's less than that. Even. Yeah. A lot, lots of these are just, pointless backups like I, I i hate the upcoming jackpot miniseries we're definitely gonna get i can't stand the suit uh yeah, I, most of these stories are just kind of forgettable why didn't they have Ed all... Guinness do the suit like why did ramos have to design that suit because, because that suit... it would have been because they would have been in like a cartoon it would have just, it would have just been rec rap again i'd much <laughs> rather have that than this shit <laughs> Here's the thing. I did. I I get what they're going for, like casino yeah. employee. Yeah, I that I, I. If if they had. Taken it's on away, the nose, though. If they had taken away a bit of the extra detail and leaned more into like roulette from DC. Yeah. I can see it working, but the way it's designed, it's it's overly detailed in the wrong places. The art's awful for one thing in that backup. It's not. But, it's not the best. But um, I can see. I I see the theme they're going for. And I, and I like the idea. I like where the the path they're on, but somewhere along the way, it derailed into a pool of acid. And 
I'm very tempted to go and try and redesign it and see if I can come up with something better. Okay, Josh, continue. I'm sorry, but that 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 comment killed me. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I was just gonna say that there was one part I'd really liked in the Spider Woman uh backup where uh uh, you have the threads of Jessica Drew's path are tangled, Captain Marvel. There are gaps in my vision, voids. But what I can see is dark, like, uh, yet again proving she is the world's worst, like, future teller ever. <laughs> like, she can't oh, see dude, anything. Been, like, she is worthless. I'm sorry. They have made <laughs> Julia into the most worthless. Like, even yeah. old, old, old Madam Webb was far Cassandra, better. Yeah. Yeah, Cassandra was far better at that than. Julia is just like, I'm going to get drunk and I'm going to say some shit. <laughs> I did like the writers. She's like a drunk like, Nostradamus. Is that what she is? I did like the uh, the the way the writer like writes Spider-Man. I like the the back, the interaction he has with Carol. That was pretty neat. Yes. The, the um, slot it, stuff, I mean, the slot stuff was okay. It's it's not my favorite. Um, the, the Doc Ock one I liked better than the other one. The, the Matt one is doing a McGinnis impression on Doc Ock. Yes. It doesn't look he's, great. He's using his design more or less. But like yeah. the I, face was very McGinnis. It yeah, wasn't the regular Bagley Doc Ock. It looked like he was trying to make him look like, looks like, it, looks like it looks like Andy the Android with that it's face. Not, it, it, that, that's like my least yeah. favorite Doc Ock face of, of Bagley's. Like give me reg- just put him back in the damn white yeah. suit. Ugh. <laughs> The mother didn't of invention he, was the worst one for me. Yeah, I'd probably. Yeah, I completely forgot that was in there. <laughs> that didn't need to be in. Like that. The, no, that didn't. We we just there. had we just had an ad for uh, Spider Boy in today's issue of Adjectiveless, so it, it feels somewhat necessary. It really does. I I, I don't I, like. I don't. Care. I've never cared about Farley Stillwell. Stop making me try to care about the Stillwells. Dan, you'll I get know another, you read the Dicko you'll, era. You'll get another Steelwell and you will like it. I, I don't want to be force-fed more Steelwell, okay? Now you give me more cowbell, that might be something that... Okay. I Just don't like... Steelwell's like dog talking. is going to get animated and <laughs> become the next Spider Slayer. I, I do like the art for Spider-Boy. If, if the art's this consistent in the, in the ongoing... Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I think it'll at least look nice. It's once again slot being carried by his artist, but it's got it's got promise. Uh, if I don't read it, it never happened. That's my philosophy. There you go. Yeah. Oh, you're, oh, so you're you're of the uh, tree falling in the forest fallacy demographic. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the quantum demographic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a big proponent of just ignore stuff that you don't want to be canon. <laughs> right, everything's canon. Some things are just more canon than others. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the George Lucas pyramid of hier- hierarchy <laughs> of uh, canon. <laughs> okay, I I, I I joked about it a lot, but what what were you guys' thoughts on the Craven backup? Because that was weird. Uh, yeah, the Craven. Okay, like, but like. If anybody's gonna bang Gabby Mommy, it would be Craven. Jesus Christ! Yeah. It sounds so bad when you say it. <laughs> how much? Because I haven't followed any of the side stuff. How much of Gabby Mommy is Kafka at this point? Like, how much of it remembers who she was? Because <laughs> she's a clone, anyways, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, she she yeah. is a clone of Ashley Kafka, yes. She's not she's not she's 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 the fake Ashley Kafka because But does because she remember Slot that decided, she was because Kafka? Slot decided to kill her off for fucking reasons. Sorry. Ooh. You said the big one. I did. Um, um, but does she well, remember I, like her past clone life? Yes. Or is it she's just totally goblin? I think I think Gold Goblin had her remember it. Like she, they're not okay. they're not in, they're not distinct personalities like Green Goblin is. But I I, I feel like it's weird that like Ze- I don't want to accuse Zeb Wells of being a sexist, but th- the way he treats his female characters and gives them a no agency and b very little control over them over their uh, bodies is very disturbing. I just thought it was weird. There's so many feathers like just floating above the bed there. I did not <laughs> Like just... I said, it was it was a wild time. <laughs> Listen, just... apparently, apparently we are not living right there, Josh. I mean we yeah, just it looked like it. they like killed chickens before they did that's how they got their have... blood pumping. No, no, no. He would I have mean... like the pillow, the like the the the, the goose filled feathered pillow. Down, <laughs> down pillow, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Craven and Calypso got it's, it's the bear. It's the they dragged out the wind together to get uh, the drapes yeah. as well as the bedding and stuff like that. <laughs> they <laughs> they got the bear rug out from the den and used that as the cover. We skin the bear rug ourselves, okay? That's what we do in Mother Russia. Launch the launch the nukes. Launch the nukes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have anything to say about the rain. Uh, story that's the rain thing, I, dude. Rain, listen, if you want us to hate read that, <laughs> we will make it a Patreon exclusive. Okay, let us know in the comments down below. I, I just who asked one who asked for this, Kari Anders. Uh, B, who thinks this is the most notorious Spider Man story ever made? No, uh, uh Nick Lowe. <laughs> I, I think to an extent they do know what the most notorious Spider-Man story is, and this is just them deflecting. This is them trolling. This it's is them this trolling. That's what they're. This yeah. isn't even do. me. This, this isn't even me saying like, please restore free one more day continuity. It's never going to happen. But it's more just like I, I think they are aware of what story is the most notorious in the fan base, and they're just kind of ignoring it for the sake of just doing whatever they want. It's a reminder, like oh. You know, Peter and MJ can't be together because he'll kill her with his spider. You know what? <laughs> so, 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 question. I have a question for the X Men expert because okay. we know that Tom Brevoort is moving away from Avengers titles, which I guess includes Spider Man. No, Does no, it? no, no. It doesn't. I don't. I'm pretty. The Spider he, Office, like Nick Lowe, is the, is the group editor. Nick Lowe is the group editor of Spider-Man. Brevoort is the group editor for Avengers. There's no... I do think Brevoort is the editor at large beneath Cebulski, but he is yeah, directly in charge. But he's, but he's directly in charge of the Avengers office. The thing is, so I feel like... Here's the thing. I know Brevoort did the manifesto for Brand New Day, but I feel like that's just because at the time, he was probably one of the oldest guys on the bench well he was he was um and I he mean, did he did edit before. some you know spidey titles in the 90s like untold tales and some clone saga stuff well, he, but he I mean, was so he was in charge of all the special projects at marvel so like he him and like glenn greenberg were part of like the special projects group mm-hmm. so like all the miniseries and stuff that's what they were in charge of sure. um which was different 
than what he eventually became. Because he was because Brevort was being uh, Wacker was reporting to Brevort during Brand New Day. That much I remember. I just feel like he doesn't really have any power over Spider-Man that people think you know he does. I think they they think he has power because he did the manifesto and but other than that, like there's nothing there. Which he's, again, he's, he is senior vice president, I think, of publishing. I, I mean, is he? <laughs> Jamie, look it up for me. While, while, I'm, while looking, I'm, looking, I'm looking um, right now. So, so again, it, my my question is: is is th- are things going to possibly be a little changed? Is is there an opening for a Nick Lowe to fail upward? I mean, be promoted um, and take on a new role. Uh, what's going to happen? I I don't think so. I don't know what's happening with Jordan D. White, but aside from him being ousted as the ex editor in charge of the X slack. Is he leaving though? I don't know. That's, that's kind of the big question is there is we, all we know right now is that Bravewort is being shunted over to the X office, but I think he's still the editor at large while Sapolsky's editor in chief. I thought he was the, uh, the, the reason why I keep bringing up Bravewort is because I, I thought he was the executive editor. Like all the editors reported to him. Uh, let me check a credits page. Let me just pop open my bag of tricks. Because I honestly think that 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 he got like he is like second, like what you're saying, Neil, is that his title is is, is executive editor, where everybody was reporting to him. You think his name would be in a silk book? Probably. Good check. It's kind stand of by. Well, if you're an audio listener, stand by. Um, by the way, Javi is. Uh, if you're not watching us live, uh, or you're listening to us live, Javi has the Ben Riley Beyond figure. Uh, Standing, uh, where's it that? Looks good. Mm-hmm. He does. I know. I I did that head swap to the renew your vows suit because mm-hmm. that's kind of why I wanted this Gleason head for. But it just looks better on this Beyond body. I don't. I don't know why. Because so, it's supposed to be, I guess. But well, it, it's a little thinner. Just, I yeah. Think that because like so like there's they basically that's what the the my understanding and I don't have the figure yet. Is the Ben Riley Beyond Spidey is the AF15 uh, body, which is a little different, a little hmm. thinner than the um, than the Renew Your Vows body. The Renew Your Vows body is big old bulky. Real quick, and, it's not um, that bulky. Does, it, does anyone know if Moon Knight, if Moon Knight's an Avengers character under falls under that office? I think he. I think he would. Yeah. Yes. Oh, sh- okay. So he was an answer. He he was a reserve member at one. He was in West Coast, so I. All right, here, the well, office. here's what his Wikipedia page says: This he became executive editor in 2007, and in 2011 was promoted to additionally serve as senior vice president of publishing. Okay, that's what, that's what I was mentioning mm-hmm. earlier. And but then I it says, I... as of 2020, he's Marvel's longest-serving editor. Yeah, which that 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 yeah that 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 holds because like Ralph Macchio had already left. Um, before because before Brevoort it was Macchio. Silk actually has a different editor. Um, Nicolo is credited as, as executive editor in Silk. Yeah, because well, he's the, the office. Yeah, he's a Spider Office guy. Yeah. He's the so group he's editor. Like, he, but but like usually don't. But don't they credit Nicolo as like the editor for Amazing Spider Man? And then they like, do. And they they credit the other people as like assistant editors. Yes, that's weird. It's a very. It's, this will be a we're never gonna game. know how this all this shit works. We're gonna have to bring, <laughs> we're gonna have to bring somebody on 
the uh, motto not... the motto of this show we don't know what shit's going on it's like well that's like, do we really need to know like yes because... that way i know who to blame yeah speaking of blame i'm assuming the leaks and everything were about the uh mj story yes which which i haven't seen any of the discussion on that and and I'm opposed to the whole jackpot thing because we, I, like I said earlier, we don't need to have every supporting character be a hero. Agree. But the good thing about this story to me was we get to see MJ's grief after everything because she's been sidelined up until now, other than yeah. the annual, which doesn't quite sync up with this. Yeah. But I liked seeing the re- repercussions for her. And I like seeing that continuation of her friendship with Felicia. That those are the highlights of that story for me. And I have one major problem with it, though. Let's hear it. My my thing about this whole thing is, I would have I would have I would have stood up and cheered had they effing referenced the fact that she already had a miscarriage. Sure. If they have oh, yeah. the freaking gonads to say, why is it? Why am I losing a child again? If there had just yeah. been a word again in there, I think people, the, the, the pro MJ crowd, this whole thing, I think they would have been like, oh, because you could have easily tied it back of her burying her feelings and her thoughts, even though she went to therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, you can you there's there's some meat that you can gnaw on on this story it's a missed opportunity i i do think it would have been a double-edged sword because on one hand cool you're mentioning the baby the double edge on that sword is why are you bringing it up instead of bringing back the baby because i unfortunately we have a rabid fan base who is looking to get mad at anything oh i know so they probably would have gotten mad at a mention of it by virtue of the baby not being there well, we, it's we, like bringing Henry Cavill back in a non-Zack Snyder movie <laughs> after saying the universe is done. It's guys, the water. Don't got, uh, guys. Netflix will say the Snyderverse. <laughs> Let me get my AI picture to say it for me. Damn it, Neil. Uh, all right. Uh, so, did we? Okay, Josh. I'm so lost at this point. <laughs> around and around. Josh, uh, favorite, uh, what was your favorite? What was your least favorite? We'll do that from everybody. Uh, favorite was probably the Doc Ock one. And uh, least favorite was probably Spider Boy one. Javi? Uh, same with Josh. My least favorite is the uh, Mother of Invention favorite one gonna go with the goose really got my goose yeah let's go the goose goose. is loose the goose is loose all right adam um my favorite is probably the the perry one or the goose one and then least favorite is um the madam monstrosity okay richard so my favorite (laughs) is a tie between Huntress for the shock value of how batshit insane it is <laughs> and the goose one because it's actually funny. Yeah. Um, and my least favorite 
by like a very wide margin from the second worst is the Miss Marvel one. Oh yeah, I'm blocking that on my memory. Yeah, that's. that's <laughs> one. I, it's, like right. a trauma, it's like a trauma moment. I, I um, was trying to forget that. Yeah, it's, 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 he's having non flashbacks. Someone help him. Uh, I'm going to be the contrarian on on the Kamala Khan one. I didn't hate it the way you did, Neil. I, I think it, but in the context of the situation, I don't like it. Does that make sense? My, if, my dislike of it is more that. I can see the bones of something really good in there if they gave it time to to kind of cook in the oven a bit more. Yeah. But the problem is that they're telling me to feel a certain way about it and then insulting my intelligence. Yeah. Did did we need the uh, the, the the four other story previews? Could you have devoted uh, uh, you know ten more pages to this story? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, because like the, the goose one and the and the Perry one felt like they were inventory stories that have been sitting in a drawer for like a year. I hope we see goose on the pet Avengers with Jeff and Lockjaw. <laughs> okay, so um, the thing is, I I don't know, I I like those because <laughs> they were just uh, fun, and like the other ones, just I don't really they, care. They did, like here, the, the 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 goose one doesn't pretend to be something more than an ad it doesn't yeah, pretend to be like an, it doesn't pretend to be an mcu movie it's just a filler thing you know it's filler but it's like it's entertaining filler and the yeah, rest exactly. of it's like stay you know for more tuned, read yeah. superior spider-man for more yeah, read spider-man yeah. spider-woman number one how many That's times like, we got not going to <laughs> how many times we got to relaunch jessica's book how many times as many times it takes to catch up with Carol's relaunch numbers. I mean, good. Well, God. we got a movie coming out in twenty forty seven. Well, the the writers may now, you know, maybe getting closer to an agreement. We'll see. Uh, so the part of the stri- half the strikes will be over, but um, well, it, the strikes won't end until the, the both both groups because they're not gonna they're not gonna go back to work until the other group goes, but. Um. Yeah, I mean, was that an amber alert? No, How is a blue alert? I have no for Terran oh, Blue alert issued for Terran Green for injury to an officer by Harris County Sheriff's Office. Yeah, cool. Anyways, a blue, a blue alert is a um, officer officer down. Officer down. Yeah. Um. I don't know. This feels like a, like a giant book of ads. Hang on, let me bring a visual aid. I remember, like on on free comic book day, you'll go into the store and then you'll get like one of these, literally a book called previews that you would just have. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what this was. It was well, just a bunch free, of like. Free that's not page. just on free comic book day, buddy. That's that's every month. Oh, that was the only yeah. time I went to comic so book store. This, oh, yeah. oh, there you go. So this right here is every Marvel previews catalog since October of 2017. Um, <laughs> ASM, ASM, number 30, ASM number 31 is essentially one of these for $10. I got more value out of this fucking free catalog than I did out of ASM 31. I mean, for those that are audio listeners, you you heard the thunk when he said it on his desk. <laughs> That's to emphasize yeah. my point. This thing uh, is heavy. 
Neil, uh, hobby is like, why do you have all those? <laughs> exactly. I haven't bothered to get rid of them. Uh, but yeah. Um, okay. Am I the last one to do like the yes. favorite, least favorite? Yeah. Okay. I think so. so my least favorite's the rain two thing. I'm sorry that that, that artwork is is horrific. Uh, I mean, the close tie would be the the MJ one. Is it didn't offend me the way it offended so many other people. So it's okay. What what were people offended? Oh, by? people like people are triggered by Paul's mere existence. I think it's yeah. really. Paul, I, Paul I've never Paul, seen people get Paul upset about. Say, here's the thing. <laughs> Paul didn't say a effing word. The entire the entire <laughs> bit is MJ's inner monologue, and they're like, "I can't believe, you know, she's holding Paul's hand." And Paul, you know, like <laughs> she's hand, she's ah. holding Paul's hand like a degenerate. Yeah, like like, <laughs> like it's just it's just stop. No hand holding. That, he, that Scarlet Woman. <laughs> oh shit! Uh oh, Javi, it's Careful. overblown. And 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 yeah, I, I don't. It's the type of stuff that makes it very hard to do Spidey podcasting and to be involved in Spidey like Twitter and Spidey discourse. It really does. If there was something that was substantial that happened, I would could understand. Uh, but that was leaked. The the Rain 2 thing was leaked. And, and once the Rain 2 thing came out, they just basically threw the ad up. I thought um, it was a Photoshop from Neil when he sent it to us. <laughs> wait, which, wait, wait, which which one? The rain. The, the promo image because it was so low res. The one you sent, and then I went to like Newsarama and Marvel.com, and there was nothing about it. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I just sent that with like out without any context. I was like, here you guys yeah. go. You, you get what you yeah. fucking deserve. Jeez. All right, we've 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 passed the threshold of f bombs, Richard. Um. Well, you did. You did two. I did one, so it's fine. We're now at hard. I I did one. Oh, did it you? Was very. It was very subtle. It was earlier. Oh, okay. Josh, you get one. You want to use it before the episode ends? Yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, no comic bench. We are not still recapping. We are. We're we're, we're discussing. We're, like, we're we're discussing like gentlemen. We have our glasses of wine. Yes, I have my my glass of water, so that's keeping me fairly cool because I was a genius and decided to wear a black shirt at this point. <laughs> my Thurston Howell the Third from Gilligan's Island, boys. <laughs> I, well, I thought you do. I thought you were doing the guy from Downton Abbey. I mean. <laughs> Probably. Was it Mr. Carson? Yeah. I, I mean it's it's the, the same, same thing. thing yeah. <laughs> I mean it's it's an overly wealthy aristocrat that thinks he knows more than you because <laughs> I have wealth. <laughs> I don't have wealth, in fact. <laughs> so uh but my favorite one, I didn't say what my favorite one was. So my favorite one of the backups, I I <laughs> um is is the uh, um, is the Gabi Mommy one because it actually <laughs> mattered? It actually tied into like every time I say it, freaking Josh breaks. He turns. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, hate that like a joke I made two years ago has become like an intrinsic part of Spider-Man lore. <laughs> yeah, I blame you for this, but but like at least with the crazy, I blame stuff, myself. Yeah, it's only three pages, but it was gorgeous. It, it was gorgeous. I mean, Gleason killed it. Um, great artwork. I, I, I liked so how Craven was apparently. being written. 
Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> What'd you say, honey? He said, so did Craven, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Craven had more fun than the rest of us, apparently. It um, should have been me, not him. <laughs> yeah. Where's that gif of uh, Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh? It should have been me. <laughs> but um, but probably following that, I, I think the uh, the superior the superior one was fine. Yeah, um, that one was fine. Um, I, it, it was weird because you had like two or like there were those were like three pages. So we're talking six pages of 40 of just oof. the one I the other than the, you know, like I say, the, the MJ one was inoffensive. The the spider woman one. I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care. Yeah, it wasn't um, bad. I just don't really care. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, if we're going to go to a five dollar, 21 page of story, amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't care about any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you could have so, given me a a update on on Ben or something, and that would have at yeah. least made sense. I'm sorry that you have to advertise Jessica's book in Spider Man. Uh, I mean the Superior thing, uh, even the Spider Boy thing, which is probably my least, probably amongst my least favorite. Um, good artwork, but just I don't care about Spider Boy. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to get me to care. Like I'm, I'm still pissed off that that um, now Marvel fully owns the name Spider Boy, so we will never see um, Amalgam Spider Boy ever again. Which, damn it, yeah. damn it. I, I liked, mean, I liked, I liked that version of Spider Boy. But you know, that was back when Marvel and DC used to work together. But Spider Boy, in terms of like new Spider Boy, I don't care. Like, you're, you're not going to make me care. So, I know it's I know it's Alpha Two Electric Bugaloo. It's like Slot's trying to do right from his mis- like from his very clear mistakes, and Alpha he's acknowledged <laughs> on on his Twitter that Alpha was a mistake. So what's Alpha up to? I know he was in an issue of She Hulk recently, but she he should be in the around. bottom of Hudson. Yeah, he he was in in a like a throwaway panel in uh, She Hulk. Maybe he should be used as cannon fodder. Sure. Alpha Anyways. was terrible. When we get to yeah, that he, in the slot symposium, I'm going to go was. on a full blown rant. I kind of want to see you and Paul. I don't want to. I don't want to know how Paul feels about Alpha going in, just so I can get some popcorn. So <laughs> Uh, here's a preview. Alpha Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Spider Boy come off like workshop. It's so sad oh, that Alpha has. Boy. It's so sad that Alpha has Ligma. Who the hell is Ligma? Ligma ball. <laughs> <laughs> and Comic Binge is right. We won't ever see any Amalgam heroes anymore. No, that won't ever happen. Unless, unless Warner Brothers sells again, and they and they are like desperate. To sell off DC, Disney, which could yes. happen in this environment, you never know. Uh, you know, if 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 DC Films does not take off, I could see Warner Brothers selling, and I could see Disney going and scooping it up. Because, can you imagine Kevin Feige handling Superman? I'm scared. I'd rather not. 
Dang. I feel like Zach thought he had something really cool going there, and now everyone's just like, no. <laughs> everybody's just like... Just after phase after phase five and all the tactical costumes, no, thank you. I don't want Superman with powers. Uh, I, I don't. I don't blame. I don't blame Feige necessarily for phase five. I don't blame Feige for some of the some of the recent missteps. I don't want. Favorite. I don't want Superman wearing Kevlar and body armor. I don't. We already did, we already did that with U fifty two. I don't want to see that again. Yeah, but. The, here's my thing about Disney and and with I uh, know no W well WB has Harry Potter and they're gonna milk that drug. <laughs> with profits down seventy five percent I don't think so Buckaroo uh, don't forget they have Looney Tunes too and you can go to and they've DC done nothing shop. with them uh, you can go to DC shop right now and get a Bugs Bunny dressed as Batman sweater my friend. So they're utilizing that IP, you know, but right. Okay. In this environment, but here's the thing. If, if no one's buying anything, everyone's buying it. Everybody's hurting. And it, because, because the, the bubbles burst and also, and also everyone's striking. So they don't have any real revenue source coming up. So, all right, we're hit the two hour mark guys. Um, Let's, let's start wrapping this puppy up. Any final thoughts, Richard, Oh yeah, good show. I really, I really enjoyed today's discussion. This was fun. Adam. Yeah. <laughs> gang. I hope Gang War is good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Avi, welcome back, buddy. It's good to have you back oh, on the show. Thanks. Yeah, I'm glad schedules mostly worked out. Um. Oh yeah. I'm. I'm looking forward to whatever Peter Goblin thing is going on and gang war, but I'm at the same time with these alleged price increases, I'm kind of yeah. looking for a jumping off point at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, we did not. So, that. yeah. <laughs> so, are going up a dollar. Everyone. Everything's going up a dollar. Yeah. So, um, tell good stories and I'll stick around. If there not, <laughs> John, and, uh, Josh, uh, first Trial episode on the fire, show. Buddy. Yeah, this, this this was an interesting one to <laughs> join. In on. Hell of a show to be on. For That's your for first sure. Show. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. If if the stories are still good, like it's actually, what was it like? A few, just a few issues ago, where the Doc Ock arc kind of just started. There, it was like kind of enjoyable for once after like all the nonsense we got before it's like okay i can actually enjoy some of this stuff again so if that kind of thing continues great if not i mean like i'm still gonna read it but it's you know won't be as fun (laughs) it it, it does i I will say this as we as we start with season four which is wells two electric bugaloo um i need a new joke but uh (laughs) the well strikes back um Oh, that's let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, so, so in year two of Wells, at least we're back to using classic Spidey villains. We don't have any type of BS. Like, at least we're getting you know to the core of, of like this stuff. So that that I am excited for that. And and all all stuff aside, I enjoyed the this issue for the most part. I, I understand the criticisms and stuff like that, but uh, I want more Zay Carlos on the uh, on the book though. Give me more Zay Carlos. Hopefully not. Technically, I think he only did one page because it was mostly the other guy, and then Zay Carlos, I think, did one page during the 
Bachelor Party. Oh, I thought I thought I thought that Carlos did the book. The book of the book. This guy wasn't bad. I, I'd like to see him when he's not, you know, trying to turn around a tight deadline because I'm sure that these are tight deadlines. So, which one? Uh, the guy that did the bachelor party, bachelorette party. Oh, uh, Lysa, I think is. Yeah, I thought he did a good job. You know, throw him in the roster. Um. Okay. So, any final thoughts inside the comments? Let us know, and then uh, we'll probably start wrapping this up. Or we'll talk to you um, afterwards. Oh, I, there was a couple of things uh, that I, I had starred. You know, let me uh, point these out. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, he agrees with the part of the meal that the BTS with the, with the handy Randy help, but it angers him that a uh, larger scope that it is Peter being supportive of Randy with Beetle parallels of Black Cat and his belief in second chances. But again, something that assumed to have happened off panel, like Javi alludes, no actual real life conversations with the supporting cast. That's it. Now, to be fair on the Beatle bit, Peter lived with Boomerang for, like, a while. So don't cast stones in your glass house. Um, right. And I know people have talked recently about uh, Peter dating Black Cat, a thief. Um, and I get that argument. But at the same time, I don't care. Yeah. So, I, I, And what can Peter really do about it besides just tell Randy... No, no, bad Randy. Don't date the supervillain. So what's Randy going to do? Go, oh, yeah, thanks, Peter. I'm going to ignore my heart and listen to the guy who always flakes on me. Yeah. Thanks, asshole. Yep. And then he says it tires him doubly because Peter's anguish to her die, uh, Kamala dying was part of the breakup with the black cat for being depressed about it. And now all as well because the depth of character reactions matter. Um, did, Peter, did Peter give Kamala her mask back, by the way? I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> that was so strange, man. Just that was not. I I love how like all the characters just looted Kamala's corpse for like parts. MJ has the the Omnitrix, which is like Kamala's uh, bangles, and Peter it, has her mask. Damn it, Professor! I don't think I don't. Was that it? That wasn't. That's not actually Kamala. It's, it's not. It's not. But it looks. But it looks like it. it yeah, does, it is strange. It just, it just looks like everyone picked her corpse for parts. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh Parker, Matt Boyd, um, are you going to do a review of Spider-Man Fake Red by chance? What is fake? I'd like to talk about it. A manga that the uh, Viz just released it translated. It, it released a while back in Japan, back during the pandemic. We kind of talked about it on satellites on the crawl space. Oh yeah, it, I remember that. But it just now got an English translation and was released in print in the U.S. by Viz Media. So yeah. I, I wanted to, I wanted to pick it, was it up. Okay. At, I wanted to pick it up at Comic Con. They were selling it at the booth, but they it was it was selling out daily. I think so. Javi, if you're in, if you're into isekai and um, some guy larping a Spider Man for six chapters, it's okay. Basically, a guy finds the Spider Man costume and he pretends to be Spider Man and tries to help out because Spidey has disappeared and there's a whole like, oh, what happened to him? Okay. Okay. Well, um, I mean. I've sure. read it all, but I've read I've read pieces. Uh, it kind of it does the thing what Japan seems to do with the characters and their adaptations of this stuff these days is it kind of pulls from a lot of stuff. So he's kind of he's got a, I, a costume that's almost kind of like Tom Holland's costume a little bit, and you know, he has like, a bit of a like relationship weird, with Tony Stark, but it's not. It's you know, this very so weird amalgam of like every iteration of Spider Man. It's got like a bit of Insomniac Peter, a bit yeah. of. A six one six, a bit of yeah. MCU. It's hard. It's hard to say. Like it's any one particular 
iteration of Peter that's being adapted because mm. it's kind of all of them at once. Mary Jane's in there. Silk's in there. I think Speedball's in there. Yeah. Or no, not Speedball. There. Screwball. Screwball's in there. Oh, <laughs> pass. Scorpion's uh, <laughs> in there. <laughs> the worst dude, part of replaying the PS4 game is having to do the screwball oh, yeah. missions again. Those screwball yeah. missions okay. were but how, how satisfying was it to take her down at the very end? Well, it wasn't. Because it meant oh, it was oh, the yeah. end of it. <laughs> Ah, man, we could we can do a whole we ought to do like a whole just shoot the shit about about like what we liked about the insomniac game and built in, in anticipation. Um, so maybe we'll do that. Sure, too. because I'm probably not going to be playing the sequel for a while. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the author only got to do about one print volume of fake red because of low sales. But um, art was good. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we'll review it on, on a future episode. We'll see. All right. Neil, take us out. All right. Um, okay. Follow us I on know, I, I got this. I got this. I just meant oh. to hit the thing up. On the you, just, you, just, you just sat there for like five seconds. I was like, okay, I guess I better finish it for him. No. Uh, uh, all right. I, I got this. All right. Thank you guys for watching. If you are watching us live on YouTube, I appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate it on behalf of the entire staff. Neil. Adam, Josh, and Javi, thank you guys for watching. If you're listening to us on the audio edition, thank you. Uh, give us that five-star review once again. If you want to follow us on our social medias, follow us at Spidey Dude Radio on Twitter. I'm not calling it X. <laughs> Facebook, uh, Instagram, and threads, at Spidey Dude Network, at Spidey Dude Radio Network on YouTube. If you've not already subscribed, if you're an audio listener, go, go find us on YouTube. Give us that subscribe. If you want your voice to be heard on the show, you can always leave us a voicemail at 818-925-6631. Be sure to tell us what show you're calling about. We'll play it live on your respective shows. Speaking of those shows, got to thank our patrons over on patreon.com slash Network. Uh, patrons such as Adam, Allison, Cindy, Ed, Georgia, Greg, Janelle, Jessica, Jurgen, Catherine, Kale, Kegar, Laura Howard, Lump Moose, Master Drama, Phoenician, Scott, Vanessa, and Vicky. Thank you guys for your support, as well as Scott, Sebastian, Vinkman, and Winnipeg Webhead. Thank you guys as your as our VIPs. Check out our other great shows like CSC, Spectacular Radio, ASM Classics, Sabi Sema Era Podcast, Voices from the Eerie, and Make My Mayday. And of course, our newest collaboration on the comic binge, Spidey Radio Network, collaboration of the Slot Symposium as well. As Books of X, new episode dropping very soon. It's going to be Patreon first, and then later. So, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time here on the Spidey Dude Radio Network. All right, before we get out of here, always got to thank our audio-subscribed patrons. The patrons that are $1 and up, they get a shout-out on every audio edition episode. We got Greg, we got UltimateFangirl.exe, and we got Lisa. Thank you guys for your support over on Patreon.com slash Network.